Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Oh, hello. This is call number 111. It's January 7th, 2018. This is supposed to be a year of change, um, you know, and what's going on is a threat to the human race, and there's a battle going on between good and evil that's probably one of the most significant through human history. Uh, there are people that are being taken over. Uh, there were people that, that got access to exclusive technological information got quite a jump on us and, and started thinking that they were better and smarter than us. And some of them are very intelligent people, but uh, there's nothing intelligent about killing six and a half billion people. So uh, what it boils down to is this, this is the year that if you're a little bit above just treading water to keep yourself alive and protect yourself and have a place to be and, you know, all the comforts of life of being able to eat and sleep and take a shower and do something creative, um, please go to the website, citizensaht.org. Get some of the, the flyers that are on the website, print them out, and pass them out where you, you feel like it because the more people that know what's happening, the more people that are going to get out and do something. And, and we are swimming in a frequency soup that's causing us to not easily be ourselves. So uh, there, there is a complacency, um, but you can get a good feeling by passing on information at every chance that you get. And if we don't do anything else, the one thing we could do is get people to realize the harm that's being done through the smart grid network and get people in, in more of an angry uprising to uh, protest the Wi-Fi exposure that's happening to students and teachers in schools for, for all the convenience of wireless and the cost of having to wire everything comparatively. You know, it's about as uh, convincing for the convenience as these smartphones are. So I, I really cringe every time I you know, see so many people uh, carrying a smartphone in their hand all the time and and referencing it. And, of course, as a TI, uh, with a variety of implant technologies that have evolved through the years, uh, we find ourselves hooked up to uh, a variety of implant technology through smartphones. Uh, for anybody who might be new on the call or hasn't been to the citizensaht.org website, go on over there and take a look at how this whole smart grid network is hooked up and how the medical body area network implants, and I'm sure even newer nanotechnology uh, that's being used. Uh, the state of the art is just 
so high tech. They're talking about a nano-coated gold plating over the top of silicon being able to interface with the neurological systems in a human body and then be frequency responsive. So uh, for those that are interested in purging as much of this stuff out of, out of your body so that you can think clearer and be assertive and, and get as angry in a constructive way as you, as you possibly can and certainly should feel, um, giving people information and getting them to stop supporting what's hurting us. Every time I see a TI with a smartphone, I, I cringe and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's convenient to have the world at your fingertips wherever you go, but you're you're holding a, a bomb in your hand, basically, by holding that smartphone. So anyway, I won't rattle on about this. Uh, anybody's new on the call, um, make sure you go over to Citizens Against Harmful Technology. Dot is uh, citizensaht.org. You can go to w.talkshoe.com and put in, make yourself a username and a password, and that gives you access to the chat room for the call. So you just, up at the top of the page, it'll say call ID. You put in the 134999, and it'll uh, take you to the chat room for the call. Uh, as far as TalkShoe goes, when I mute the whole room, uh, like now, and turn on the recording so that people that can't make the call can listen to the recording later. Um, you have to hit star 8 on your phone. So if you're one of those people that isn't making background noise and uh, would just like to be unmuted for the night, hit star 8 on your phone now, and I'll start unmuting people. And then just hit star 6 on your phone when when you're not involved in the conversation uh, because it's it's really nice to have a bunch of people be able to be interactive uh, it's uh, sometimes gets a little noisy and i got to look for background noise but it's it's worth it cuz i think one of the things that makes this a good call is the variety of people interacting and the variety of information and since uh you know there's classified information we can't get our hands on uh, we don't have all the pieces of the puzzle, but the amount of information that we're gaining by all of us as independent researchers that are inclined to go look for things uh, in five years involved with the TI community, I've been sent so much information uh, that I never would have had time to find. And, and you can only bury yourself in in bad news and email and YouTube videos for for so long before you got to, you know, exercise your creative side and get some sunshine in your face and do music or arts or crafts or join a group, do something. Uh, so, there, you know, it's a delicate balance under this kind of duress, and their motivation is to have us stay home, keep our mouths shut, and quietly die so they can make money off us. And we can't give them that. We are in a really terrible fight. But uh, once again, I honor you all for, for your tenacity and your bravery to be here and, and go through the suffering that I know that you've all been through. And, and of course, we have to just unspeakable. But, you know, it, it's 
it's a different kind of a battle. I actually wrote a song called Silent War uh, that I'd written before. I wrote Waves of Darkness about T.I.s, and this is what this feels like. It's a silent war with a bunch of chicken shit people that don't have the backbone to stand up and be bad people in front of everybody. They're sneaking around. Some of them are taken over. As you can tell, I'm pretty angry about it. Uh, so sitting back and thinking that somebody else is going to do something to make it all better, I don't think it works that way. Uh, I think that what we see and have witnessed in our lives as miracles comes from when people reach out and they do something. Uh, it, it's like when it's beyond your capability for something to actually come to fruit, to get over some kind of a hurdle that just looks so impossible, when something else comes in there, something more divine than us, and helps to make a course of events to make that happen, happen. Uh, if I have to use the word hope, which is not really filled with conviction, hope, try, wish, beg, uh, you know, are, are not empowering words, and our choice of words is our empowerment for those who might have not been to calls if this is your first night. Uh, I, in running 400 hours of R&D calls, I came to the conclusion that Technically speaking, I couldn't gain enough information uh, to, to empower people uh, as much as I would like to, and that where the power really is is in our thoughts. And so if you think about your life and you have a dream to do something and then you pursue it and it's against the odds and, and then you realize your dream as it's coming true, well, this is the same thing here, and, and this is a very powerful thing to to come to realize what is that process that you did to make that dream come true. You thought about it. You said it out. You, you said it out loud. You watched events show up that helped to make it happen. And hopefully, you realized to not put fear that it wouldn't happen, because whatever you're focused on is what happens. So, this is where our power is, and this is what we have to hold on to is to just keep picturing all of these systems collapsing. Uh, what the people that are doing these bad things are doing is out of principle with something that shows to be universal law that eventually you do get back what you put out. So it really is a matter of time where the uh, honor amongst thieves you know, they'll honor each other long enough to go rip somebody off together, but then they'll turn around and stab each other in the back. And it appears from some information that really what's going on is a battle between four different organized crime networks across the world to be the ones to be able to use state-of-the-art technology to take over the world, depopulate it, get it down to a population that would be very easily manageable, and control everybody and keep it as the slave planet that it really is and has been, although well disguised. Uh, I think probably pretty much everybody's come to realize that that is the scenario. So these people that were given exclusive information um, got way ahead of us technologically, and it really looks like it's a, a trap to turn the human race against itself. So those that think 
being a human and living on the earth is beautiful, uh, even if it might seem like a small thing to go pass out a couple of flyers or, you know, ask your neighbor if they have Wi-Fi and, and if they say yes, you know, well, this is what it's doing. And, and not only that, but there doesn't appear to be any laws that say that your Wi-Fi does not have permission to penetrate my walls. But if I turn on wireless networks on my computer and I don't have Wi-Fi, I have a hardwired computer, why is it that I see your Wi-Fi network is in my house? You know, how, how would you feel about that if you had a newborn baby and you knew that it was causing DNA mutation that was going to affect that child's life? You'd probably come unglued and do whatever you could do. So uh, there's a lot to think about. But this is a year of change, and that change is going to come about by good people that care about themselves and the earth and everybody else. So it starts with self-respect. Don't forget who you really are. Hang on to that part of you and, and you know, fight against the staying in isolation. I'm talking to myself at the same time. You can get busy and get diverted, and we certainly have had to research a lot and and try to you know do things to protect ourselves. Uh, we are a few of us still working in the background background on some exciting projects. So uh, picture us succeeding in in what we're doing <laughs> because I think it's going to be a big benefit to some of us. Uh, for, for those who use the things that we're working on right now. Um, we, we've been selling Linkstat, which blocks microwaves. So for those who don't know, there's a company in Canada called CapLink. Uh, I buy in quantity to get a better price breakdown and then just distribute out Linkstat. Uh, you'll find the information for the Linkstat in the newsletter. Um, and then the other thing that we worked on was the evolution, what was called the Dream Shield that I used for about four years. It was just a little electric motor uh, that pulsed and put out a pulse, and I just ran wire off that little electric motor with a speed controller and found that my dreams came back to me, and I didn't wake up angry when I used it. So... Uh, I started talking with some of the R&D people uh, that were left over after I quit doing the calls after 400 hours of calls because we weren't really making enough ground and said, I, I want a solid state unit and I want it to have multiple therapeutic frequencies. I want it to have a day mode and I want it to have a sleep mode that will run people through natural cycles. Well, it's about the size of a pack of cigarettes. It's recharged on your USB port, or you can get a USB adapter and plug the power into your wall or your cigarette lighter in your car. The battery lasts 24 hours. Uh, it's designed to break entrainment over a period of time to help you get more of yourself back. Uh, it's also designed in the sleep mode to help you go through the natural sleep, get the REM and, and the deep restful sleep that rejuvenates you on a cellular level that we're purposely being cheated out of. So 
those with sleep deprivation are saying that even if they don't get to sleep a whole eight hours, they're feeling more rejuvenated. Some people are reporting that V2K is becoming less over a period of time. Uh, so you'll find information. I think Schizo has it posted on the website uh, for the frequency generator that we designed and built. And there's about 25 or 30 of those units out there now. So I'm getting some good reports back just for anybody who's new that doesn't know. We've done those things. Uh, now we're on to a couple other projects that I'm excited to announce after we test them out and see what they're doing. And so far, what they're doing is good. Uh, we're, we're not out to make a big profit or anything. Uh, time and materials, basically, is what it boils down to. So uh, you can go to emfdoctor.com and, and see their frequency generators and the price that they're, they're charging for theirs with only one frequency, which is 7.83. Uh, and then you can see that... Ours at $170 are putting out 35 frequencies during the day and, and the whole chain of frequencies for natural sleep at night. And we're working on different frequencies to get different therapeutic effects. So uh, to those who have bought them and reported back to us what kind of results they're getting, that's the field testing that we have to have to to perfect which frequencies we program into it. <clears throat> um, see, if I didn't mention it already, uh, you hit star six on your phone to mute yourself or unmute yourself after you've hit star eight to get me to unmute you. So at this time, uh, if you're one of those people that likes to just be able to unmute yourself and you're not making background noise, hit star eight on your phone and I'll unmute some people, and we can start the call. Uh, if there's anybody new here and you'd like to introduce yourself, feel free. If you feel more comfortable using an alias, go ahead and do that. And, uh, let's get on to what we can do. We, we can't, you know, just put it in everybody else's hands and hope that the right people in my place make a significant difference. Uh, just the active caring by putting your energy into saying, well, I'm not really the type that feels comfortable handing flyers out to people, but if I had a few of them with me and saw somebody who seemed inquisitive or maybe even somebody who's targeted, I might want to hand it to them because there, there's millions of targets. And when we look at the the information base of, of people that subscribe to the newsletter, people that are on the website, um, there isn't uh, even 10% of people that are TIs out there. So you don't know. You know, sometimes uh, what, what, it, what we call angels guides us to different people that uh, we need to interact with. If you meet somebody in a store and you say hi to each other and maybe start talking, and then you find yourself meeting up with them again, quite often you'll find out that there was something you had to share with them or vice versa or both. So uh, watch for these kind of synchronicities because there's more at work here than just what we, we see with our regular physical senses. Uh, it, it's that 
synchronization that's creating miracles. And you may hand a flyer to somebody who's targeted, doesn't know they're targeted, and and they may come to know that there's organizations out there and end up on these calls. You you may save a life rather than, than these dark, rotten, selfish people stealing somebody's life that just gives up quietly and goes away and makes somebody else richer that doesn't need any more money, uh, certainly, and not to get it in that way. Uh, it, it It's that important. You may really do Hello? significant. So reach out. Hello? Do something this year. Yes, hello. Hello, Neil. It's Alex from New York. Hey, Alex. How are you? I have a question. Everybody's talking about this uh, class action lawsuits, but I tried to register. I couldn't. Uh, you know something about, uh, is it a list or uh, something? Uh, uh, I don't know. What do you know about it? I'm not really involved in the legal end of things, so I don't really know uh, anything more than that. Spencer Carter was working on that, so um, I know there's some other ones that are going on. Uh, I don't know if this Greg Gamacho guy has come back into the picture. Somebody said something to me about about that recently, but apparently he had gotten a bunch of money before and then ran off with it, uh, and that's third-party information. I wasn't there in the TI community when it happened. I just heard the residual thing. Okay. About the flyers, you're absolutely right. I ordered a thousand for now flyers, and I'm sad. I just uh, um, put them in subways and um, some stores. And uh, awareness is the key, of course. It is. And, you know, I mean, just by doing what you're doing, uh, here's another, you know, cause and effect of, of how it works in this world is somebody might pick up a flyer that's targeted and was just getting ready to kill themselves. And not only did you save their life, but it's like getting a bank account of good stuff coming back to you for caring enough to pay for printing and putting them in different places, and then the things that you're pursuing in your life end up happening. This is another little key to this universe and the give and take of it all. Absolutely agree. Absolutely. And thank you for doing your good job. How do you sign up uh, as a guest on our chat? It just says guest, and you just come in as a guest. I push that uh, purple join in button, right? And it it sends me straight to uh, a login. It should so say it down below. Name. It, it should give you the option to come in as a guest. Either that or just make a username and a password. I mean, the good thing about that is that uh, people get to know each other by their handle. Uh, and then you can right. remember who somebody was, and maybe they posted a link, and you didn't grab it, and you really wanted to. Then you can connect with people. And, of course, uh, there are people that are paid or given drugs or relief from going to jail for something they did that 
that come on calls and, you know, just like all the street theater people out there, uh, that same variety doing those things that people coming in as guests um, like to wreak havoc on the calls. And it's just kind of productive. So all I can do do understand that. If they realize severity, everybody here is suffering. Right. I actually, I've been going through it for about eight years. I was real big into talk show and all that back in the day. I, uh, I, I, I quit because I figured if I got out of this whole, you know, loop yeah, just of the game. it all and it'll go away. Right, exactly. But uh, apparently it's, it's recently ramped up and they're starting, they're starting to use the... Uh, Hello. The, the energy weapons on me more and more. And Hold on I figured, a I figured, uh, I mean, at this point, I really don't have much of a choice, but I'd rather not put, you know, an email and all that stuff into the system as of yet. This is the first call that I've been on for probably four or five years, something like that. Hello. Yeah, hold but, on. Uh, we hear you. So if I can get in as a guest, I can tell you what number I am and all that, so you'll know what, you know, by my voice or whatever, and you'll know what chat I'm on. Yeah, if you're not seeing an option there where, where it's asking for a username password that says come in as a guest and reload that page should see that there. It it, it takes me to it, it just has it's a gray page and in the middle is that black uh, <laughs> and then the, the black you. user and then the black username username password. It says log in or join as guest, but it, it just says username and password and then it says sign up and do I have to put in a special thing and a username or password? Yeah. If you're uh, not involved in the conversation, you got background noise on your phone, please hit star six to mute yourself, and then you can hit star six to unmute yourself when you want to get in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Alex. Hi, this is Vanetta, and I'd like to respond to Alex's question about losses. The most recent is a group that's just organized, targeted for justice, and you don't have to put any money in. They're looking for um, TIs, and they just organized um, the beginning of December. Um, Karen Stewart is one of the people on board. Um, You can go to targeted justice dot um, com. I couldn't pick it up on Google. Google, so you can go to DuckDuckGo and pick it up. But I can give you an email that you can send to one of the people listed if you have questions of your own. Do you have a pen ready? Hello. Yeah, grab a pen if you'd like to get this information on a class action suit. Yes, this is the most recent. Um, the name is Doug. Excuse me. D as in David O U G D O D as in David O U G that's capital D O U G 
capital capital C, C as in cat, R U Z as in zebra, at proton, P as in Paul, P R O T O N, mail, M A I L dot com. Okay, and I can give you a second name if you'd like. Um, the other one is R is in Reno, Lighthouse, just like a lighthouse, L-I, capital R, then capital L-I-G-H-T-H-O-U-S-E, R, Lighthouse, at, he's also Proton, P-R-O-T-O-N, male, M-A-I-L dot com. You can email them. They're working on your website, so it's not a phone number listed. I was just on there a couple of days ago. But they do have their email, and I have sent an email and gotten a response about um, volunteering also. And um, so um, you can contact them. No money is involved. And they're working on um, several people on the board, and they're working on getting And My understanding is, because I've heard them on Ella, and I've heard Kendra Locke talk about it, she's an attorney, and also Yaya, another attorney. They're currently, um, a, couple, a big law firm is interested, of course it would take a powerful one, and so they're working on obtaining a lawyer, but I understand some of the people on the board, such as Christy Kennedy, um, they have deep pockets. So things are looking hopeful. And... The second thing, um, I listen to Alternative News, and this is on YouTube. It's called Stillness, S-T-I-L-L-N-E-S-S, in the storm, S-T-O-R-M. And this morning, the weekly broadcast for January 7th, it was the third um, topic in, because um, they also talk about uh, Google and they were, Google's relationship to the CIA. That's the second topic. And the first topic was about um, human trafficking and um, how this Saudi princess blew the whistle on some of her relatives. And um, so it's all very interesting. But the third topic then was, uh, was their understanding um, that um, some arrests have occurred um, according to, um, that involved President Trump's executive order on December the 21st or December 20th regarding the issues of human trafficking and human rights violations and um, pedophilia. And they're taking them supposedly to Guantanamo. Now, this is what the radio, the um, stillness in the storm, reported this morning, um, January the 7th. I sent a link to citizens, um, um, to, to your general email. I just sent the link to you um, for, citizen, for stillness in the storm. But according to them, some arrests have already been made. It's all hush-hush. They were sealed indictments, and people have been picked up. So we just have to wait and see um, what's forthcoming. And I just heard it this morning. And there are alternative news groups that report on things. Um, Hello. And, and their report comes on YouTube. Yes? Yeah, hold Hi. On. Yeah, I was waiting in line to speak after the gentleman, and basically I've been trying to get through since the guy asked the question. 
Um, but, but yeah, I was going to provide information about this class action lawsuit as well. So there's a third email. Um, I've been in touch with a couple of different people, and there's a third email with someone named Christy. I was going to provide that in addition to Doug's email. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Yeah, go, go ahead. That one is Christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-I dot Pharrell, F-E-R-R-E-L-L, 1987 at yahoo.com. Everybody got it. <laughs> the last communication from Doug was about the um the uh dot com was about that um you know them forming that website as well and him saying that they had a really productive meeting um as far as the board and everything. So that's the last communication that I have. Also that. Um, they have a newsletter that should, you know, they should be starting a newsletter early this year. So that's targetedjustice.com? Yes, www.targetedjustice.com. Okay, I'm showing that link says this site is under construction. Right, that, that shows the homepage. And so there's like a little menu on the side. Um, they they do have a lot of information there already, um, just in terms of who was involved and you know bios on them, et cetera. Um, but yeah, it is still under construction. It seems to be a dot word. We're just waiting for the paperwork. So, uh, is there any reports on the validity of their work? Uh, well, Karen like, Stewart is involved. Well, when you look at the folks, yeah, when you look at the folks that are involved, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I believe so because I, I think it's yeah, Karen Stewart, Ramona, um, Doctor, um, who, John, yeah. Horton. Um, it, it's a lot of folks, yeah, involved. So yeah, I think it it is valid. And they're meeting in Texas very frequently all the people on the board and the members of the teams and groups. So it's it's a big deal. Yes, and we don't have to put any money in. Good. So far, yeah. no money. That's a good yes. sign. They're very clear. They, they're just looking for TIs. Yeah. Are they looking for TIs, like, to put them on a list? or? Yes. Um, to be have, um, Is that, like, a good thing or a bad thing? They say so many. Um, they say that two hundred have like not registered, but you know they had two hundred names so far, and they're trying to get five hundred names by March. Um, so they were saying they want to start with at least five hundred victims. Um, to to begin this lawsuit. There are different teams. For instance, there are different teams. For instance, there's medical, technical, public awareness, funding, and there are uh, team captains like team leaders, and then uh, volunteers signed to these different groups that are very well-read, attorneys, uh, nurses, and these kinds of things. And um, Mm -hmm. it looks very, very optimistic. It's 
first one that I've seen that I really am interested in. Good. And, you know, as far as fear being put on a list, if you think about it, uh, you know, watch You're on list already. <laughs> William Binney, William Binney has come forward as, as a whistleblower, was working on the systems that are that are monitoring people and saw how it was being misused through the NSA, which is why he became a whistleblower. So privacy is no issue. You can't even go to the bathroom without it being monitored anymore. <laughs> That's true. Right. Not anything to be afraid of. My concern, my concern with all, all that, like who knows me and like you know, who's watching me and all that is... Don't even worry of, about it. Well, you know, well here's I, one thing you have I, to consider. Right, right. It, at it, first I, right. At, at first I didn't. But now, like I've been going through it for eight years, and it seems as if there's different groups. And there's a violent group, and then there's a not violent group. And I would, and it seems like I would rather not get the, uh, get on the list of the violent group, if you know what I'm saying. If you don't want to be interested, then just watch the news and see what happens and what ensues. You don't have to become a part of the list or part of an interested party or a person to receive a newsletter or anything. You can just follow the progress at the website. You don't have to be involved if it worries you in any way. Nothing should worry you. We have enough worries. Yeah, I mean, for those that are doing activism, (laughs) as I said before, you just have to regulate how much torture you can handle and uh, you know, when you do something and then you get attacked and they're trying to make you feel like you're being punished, you, you, a bad person doing something wrong really can't punish somebody. So when you don't take it in that light and you just say, well, whatever, you guys don't have enough information to know the threat of the human race, so you're working for the system that's going to create your demise too. Because you're breathing and eating and drinking the same crap that we're all accumulating in our bodies for the handful to gain complete control. I, I find when you don't take by by association anything that increases your targeting as being punished for doing something they don't like, uh, you just don't take it in that light and it doesn't hold energy. It, it just stops. But generally speaking, there's a lot of reports of a lot of us getting worse or more intense targeting in a variety of ways. So we're really at a crossroads of having nothing to lose. If you saw your blood cells under a microscope and what's being done to them, uh, let alone going into DNA level of what's been done to the human race, then you'd realize we, we better do everything we can possibly do. You find the targeting over your activism to be too much, then of course you have to back off to save yourself. But but everybody, you know, scattering like ants do off an anthill when the anteater comes, some of those ants run off and pass out some flyers here and there and do some good. And, And that's kind of what it's come down to. We've got to just be a part of doing something when we can do it and do what you have to do to take care of yourself and keep your head above water. 
Also, I'd like to mention the Richard Lighthouse website. He does have a, uh, I think it's a 109-page booklet uh, for targeted individuals and some specific frequency information that he passed to me on uh, on satellite technology and what could be looked for with a spectrum analyzer. Uh, it, it helps to <clears throat> have a better understanding. This is something we all have to work on more based on our symptoms of the type of targeting and then an understanding of the different delivery systems that are being used. Uh, so somebody might be six blocks away doing something uh, through ham radio equipment, and you might be getting the impression that it's a neighbor, and you might be having subliminal thoughts, uh, putting these thoughts in there, making you think it's a neighbor when it's not. Uh, or, you know, it may be that neighbor. That kind of stuff does appear to be, you know, happening. But having a better understanding of what's hitting you, being able to see it on detection equipment. Uh, I'll say again, I'm not sure if Skizit posted the detection equipment and frequency list I put together. Uh, if you don't see that on the website in a PDF, just email me at electricrose22 and I'll pass it your way. It's got a spectrum analyzer on there that you can put together and use on your computer uh, for under a hundred bucks. I mean, for for twenty dollars, you get the basic package, and then to get more range, you spend another fifty-five dollars um, to get up into a higher megahertz range, and then for another three hundred dollars, you can get all the way up to six gigahertz. And this, this is a really big blessing for us. It's called SDR, which is for software-defined radio. So you can go to uh, hdsdr.d as in dog, e as in echo, uh, and download the free software. You can go over to YouTube and get tutorials on how to use that spectrum analyzer. Uh, and the next range up from the SDR uh, gets into about $5,000 per unit, uh, and you would need two units to be able to get up to 9 gigahertz. So to be able to do this for such a small amount of money, anybody who's interested in that, uh, you can get the detection equipment list from me, and then the frequency list is showing kinds of frequencies that you'll find on your spectrum analyzer, what the effects are, and some of the frequencies for for common things like Bluetooth is being used very significantly against us. Wi-Fi, Zigbee, uh, and then there's also a list on there of who the FCC has licensed frequency ranges to. So uh, things like medical science and uh, research, those frequencies are being used by companies that are not monitored by the FCC. So when you find frequencies and you look on that list and find those, there are good possibilities of, of things like universities that are using medical body area network technology and they're thinking that they're monitoring people's vitals, but in actuality, they're keeping them hooked up to the smart grid network and re-GPSing them wherever they go, which is part of what the whole street theater is about when somebody's aiming a cell phone.
transplant information, sending it off to a fusion center that's loading it into cell towers, uh, which is why you may get some relief when you leave the cell tower area network that you're normally in. Uh, and, of course, people are running around in cars and, and keeping you hooked up, too, so even watch for people on phones in cars. It's hard to not end up paranoid because there's so many people with phones, but you kind of feel an energy when somebody's pretty focused on their phone and it's aimed right at you horizontally. Uh, so watch for that kind of stuff and take note of how you can somewhat free yourself. Um, I actually drove like a a maniac in a Chevy Nova with a 350 and a four-speed and got away from them to where they couldn't re-GPS me. And the high-pitched ring from remote neural monitoring in my left ear went away. And I did it by squinting my eyes while I was driving so they couldn't see the street signs or any wow. kind of landmarks to be able to catch up to me. So there's your proof. This is being put so, so, into that network. So how? So why didn't you, how couldn't you just have gotten away then? Well, I got away temporarily, but I still had to go eat and, you know, go home and stuff, so I got reconnected. The only the only way to get permanently away from it would be to be so far away from all towers. And maybe 10 years ago, there was some places, uh, like on my way to Bend, Oregon, from Northern California, where that high-pitched frequency became very, very faint, uh, and there was no other cars around. So nobody was re-GPSing me to keep me hooked up. Uh, it's harder to I get actually, away from it now. I actually went to um, that uh, cell phone-free area in Virginia. Oh, you did? Yeah, and uh, like I was getting hit pretty hard to get there, but I finally got there. And anyways, I, I parked and I was I was going to get some rest, and I actually had some. Um, medication that I take that, that really helps me sleep and it really knocks you out or knock anybody out. But uh, so I took it and as I as I tried to sleep, the crows started to fly around my car, and then the crows started calling at me like 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 really loud, mm-hmm. and then my heartbeat like, started to increase, like, to the point where it started to hurt. Now, at at that point, I should have been, like, really drifting off to sleep because of this medication. But instead, my my heart rate started blasting out of my chest. And I was was afraid I was going to have a heart attack, so I had to leave the area. And when I started to leave the area... I started to feel better. Were being used, huh? You pull the tab on the yeah, top Yeah, I've, I've had that on several occasions, actually. And I think that, yeah, I think that can control the uh, the animals. And, and yeah, I've, and I've had birds say my name, and I thought, you know, is this in my head? And then my, my stepfather, before he died with Alzheimer's, I remember him saying, that bird is saying your name, Neil. 
I smiled. It was a confirmation that I wasn't, you know, hearing it from my own perspective. They do. There was. There was a. uh, Um, what was it? I don't know, like a beaver or or something, something like a beaver. Um, maybe it was a beaver, but it would uh, stand up and make this weird uh, stance and, like, stare at me. And it was it was at, at the same spot, like, when I was driving to work uh, for, for, like, five days in a row. It was just, it was weird. But, I mean, I can't prove any of this, but the way that the birds, like, make craziest sounds whenever you go into certain places it it's uh it's just i don't know i I guess from being programmed as i am you you notice everything you know has it always been this way i don't know but um there just seem and also it seems to be like there's some kind of connection i don't know if this is spiritual or through nanotechnology like are we are we linked up through the nano grid and you know the the geofencing and all that like are we are we in this hive mind and because of how your mind operates and uh, is um, able to block a certain amount of the mind control you are deemed a threat to the super computer AI that's running everything. I've had uh, my my eye, like they changed my my words on my, on my, I was signing up for an email and I typed in the, a certain name and I know what I typed. And then I looked up looked down and this took like you know a second maybe not even a second and they changed my they changed the name like because i i kept trying to log in or something like that and so basically they can change they it seemed as if whatever super fast information is is processing something is processing information like at super fast speed like faster than than the brain can compute and it was able to know when i glanced off of the computer screen and when i glanced back onto the computer screen you see what i'm saying like it was able to change what i typed onto this you know browser of sorts like a direct interface but yeah and then changed it back and i've had you know it might seem weird but um nothing seems weird to anybody on this call uh conversations with my web browser uh like i it, it feels as if you were literally connected to a supercomputer. Mm-hmm. And 
but not only that, like I've had, like you talk about the synchronicities, okay? I've had so many synchronicities. It's just absolutely mind-boggling. And I'm not talking like, I was like, okay, if it is, if it is technological, I can understand how they're changing all the numbers and changing the the words and all that on on the internet. I I, I, I can get that. Let's say there is, okay, the military is generally 40 to 60 to 80 years ahead of the civilian population of technology. And I've even heard military uh, contractors say, yeah, you know, the world, the world or the private sector is finally catching up on, uh, catching up, uh, where the AI is, is, is becoming useful or powerful or whatever. Um, so basically making the statement that, you know, they're way ahead of us. Um, mil- the military is way ahead of, ahead in the AI. Um, technology. Right. All, all their technology, of course. And so, um, Man, I just lost my train of thought. Um, okay, so yeah, so I was able to sign, you know, think logically about the whole situation, and you know, all you know, a super advanced technology would be indistinguishable, indistinguishable from magic, right? Um. And that's what it seems like. But then if you, you, you get enough research under your belt and you kind of realize what the possibilities are, especially if you take the present technology and you advance it 40 to 60 years. And so that's what I did. But that, and I could explain probably 60 to 70, maybe 80, 80% of my synchronicities due to the possibility of advanced technology. But then I would... For instance, um, I became a Christian through all this, and I really read my Bible, and I read it every day. But I opened my Bible, and you know how a Bible—I have a big study Bible. And the pages um, are extremely thin. And I would pray um, to, and I would ask God to you know, give me the word in which I, in which You want me to receive. And then I would open my Bible to to whatever I kind of like. I I would just kind of, you know, I would just open my Bible, and I would make sure it wasn't, you know, it didn't have a bent page, and it wasn't, you know, the binding wasn't bent towards that page, and there wasn't nothing specifically guiding me to that page. And I, I would open it, and literally, it would answer exactly what I was thinking. And not only that, but there's a certain number, I'm not going to mention it, that that I uh, received. Can you in, in, in these about the Bible when it said when you need to hear from God what he said to you through the Bible? What did he say? What did it say? Ask the question again, sorry. Well, can you remember some verses from the Bible when you needed to read the Bible and God spoke to you through the Bible? Um, yeah, it's difficult for me to remember verbatim uh, things that I read, but I remember the, the context. So basically, um, you know, saying that 
um, you know, that I was in God's hands and that, you know, God, um, you know, God is your shelter. And uh, there was times when, um, oh, there's, okay, one specifically. Okay. Uh, I don't want to give my name. Um, okay, well, if you're a Christian and if you read the Bible, you'll be able to figure this one out. But my name, my name's mentioned once in the Bible, and this is before. Um, I didn't read. I I wasn't that familiar with my Bible. But anyways, I did. I did. I did what I just said, and uh, um, I was kind of asking, like, what's what's the purpose of all this? And uh, it said that. Uh, they 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 seek to uh, take all the money out of the house of blank, and uh, it, and it was my and it was my name. So that there, this this has happened hundreds of times, and, and I can't I can't remember exact verses, and I apologize, but. It's just so prevalent, and it's all mashed together with so many mm-hmm. profound things that have happened. Um, but it, it's it, it answered me uh, on um, issues of inquiring if certain individuals were involved, and it spoke very specifically about uh, who was involved and, and uh, kind of why um but not only that i guess they can say that there was um substantial messages specifically connected to a specific number my 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 synchronized number um so but but i've also figured out that throughout this process is that they figure out Mm-hmm. What your what your synchronicities are, and they figure out your number and all that. Or if you have a number, I don't know if you have a number or not, but they figure that all out, and then they use that against you. And I believe that I, I, the Holy Spirit has been able to lead me uh, to the particular instances where they're trying to lead you astray through um, through your synchronistic numbers. Did your targeting get less or become worse when you read the Bible? Um, it depends. Like I've had certain instances where I would try to really focus on the Bible and, you know, do my research and all that stuff. Um, and I would start to get hit or that's what I'm saying. I think there's different, there's different teams involved here. And, um, there's evil people and then there's good people involved. Now, this is, I don't know this for a fact, not, I don't know this for a fact, it's just because no one will tell you for a fact. So you just have to take it in and, and, and believe it. So there's, 
there's a few different scenarios um, that I've gathered. And I've at first there's a billion scenarios, right? So it's like having um, uh, it's like having a huge stove. You got a million burners, okay? And so you start off at the back burners, and and you have these pots of information. The pots represent scenarios. And so you got a million scenarios on on a million back burners, and as information rolls in, and you're able to take the certain pots and move them up, burn, move them up the burn, move them up burners. And so basically, I'm, it's like a condensing um, uh, information process. And through these eight years, I've been able to condense the minutia of just BS that's that's on the internet. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then also the BS that they try to feed you in order to to mislead you. Um, is just extraordinarily extraordinary and extremely well thought out, like military-grade psychology that they use. And so I've been able to condense it to probably three different scenarios, but one of the mo- one of the more the most prevalent scenario is that um, it is indeed a spiritual war. Um, in in the, in the backgrounds. So what's going on is that it is the new world order, and that that it's coming into to play, and that most it, they have to implement the the new world order um, slowly. Okay, so slowly throughout, like since like the eighties, probably said whatever. Well, they've been, if you look into all this, you know that they've been doing this for thousands of years or whatever, right? But um, it really started off. It really started to hit big with Blavatsky and, and all that jazz. Um, and then uh, they started to throw out the word, the word, and the notion of to the public of the new world order with. Bush Senior, you know, him, him mentioning that you know, you know, we will have new world, you know, we will usher in the new world order, and you know, it will be so, and all. And, and they're not lying; it's, it's coming. You can't stop it. Um, but they, you have to implement it slowly. So slowly, you, you are implementing people or uh, initiating whatever you want to call it, people into it. So, you know, families, you know, it may have started with their grandpa or it may have started with your dad or it may have started with you, but it's really starting to get ramped up. So whole cities are starting to get um, taken over. Whole countries are starting to take be taken over. Does the, does the targeting um, impede your prayer life? Impede your prayer lives? What do you mean? Does it make it harder to pray to God just you and him like meditating oh yeah for sure it, 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 I've had, yeah because it, it seems it, it depends on what they want to do to you because I mean they can shut me off it seems like it seems like they have total control of your neural functions your emotions 
they they like they really like this may sound gross or whatever but they really like to mess with their genitalia i'll just say that they can they can they can pull they can pull your you know your goodies up and they can i don't know if this is from anyways i don't know why they do that but but, but they do it. They can mess with your voice. They can make it higher. They can make it deeper. Um, they can they can keep you up for days and days and days. Like they I they kept me up for three or four days in a row, and my cognitive ability got it. Like I was, it was weird because. I don't know if I should say this. Um, anyways, I'm going to get off of that. Uh, to go back realize to that it takes a period of time to entrain a person. Yes. That we've, we've been accumulating things through chemtrails, air, food, water, soil, uh, that are hooking up a, a digital interface network in us, which is why doing the lookout for Charlie protocol and the ion detox and some deeper research into the gold plated silicon interface that somebody passed some information my way and how to purge the stuff out of us using Dave Case's uh, CD with frequencies that are going up beyond hearing range. So you have to buy the the Cost Pro headphones are like 20 bucks. Apparently, they're not comfortable, but you can buy Sennheiser, you know, better, more comfortable headphones. You just look for the range to say 24 KHC, which is for kilohertz, which is just thousands of hertz, so 24,000, the range. And, and also the reports that we're getting for the frequency generator that we've built and tested over the last four years, about 25 or 30 of those out there uh, getting nothing but good reports. And what I'm telling people is whatever you do uh, to break the entrainment takes a period of time. It took a period of time to entrain us. It was very subtle, but a lot of the things you're saying are being hooked up to the hive mind. And so right. you, you see people, when I looked out and saw four people mowing their lawn at the exact same time, I said, well, just for spite to hang on to who I am as an individual, I'll do mine tomorrow. <laughs> just I've to done a lot of that. Right. You're talking about a hypersensitivity that we've all come to develop, that we see things that the average person would just think are, are nothing, which fall into the plausible deniability that they're getting away with in the street theater scenarios. But but just it's important to realize that <clears throat> we're traumatized severely in the beginning, the sleep deprivation. Oh, yeah. You know, I lost so much weight. My pants were, I had to put another notch in my belt to pull it up tighter so they didn't fall down. Uh, and the trauma is to break a person down so that they can be entrained. Right. And to make going them more through malleable. the lobes using microwave, get the connection, and then the variety of, of implant technology, uh, which, you know, has evolved to a point that 
what's being accumulated that's micro nanotechnology stuff is not going to show up in MRIs or any kind of imaging with contrast. So uh, it, the no, older you, stuff has become more obsolete. You would need a, uh, well, a that's really expensive you know, the, uh, the people with this technology are not Christian. They're making it harder to pray to God, even though they could make it easier right. to pray to God. They have the choice, but they're they're choosing unwisely. Well, they there's, are. There's groups. So I actually think that there's there's a Christian group. Because um, there's people, like these all, all these people, they're not all, I mean, there is bad people, like, like straight up evil people. But I think m- most of them are good people. They really are. I mean, they they think that they're doing, you know, the country and, and, and you know, mankind, a, a good, good. Just like, just like with Hello. any, just like with any, um, uh, totalitarian government, you know, from, uh, you know, Nazi Germany or Soviet Russia or Maoist China. These people aren't, you know, evil people. They're 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 co you know they're they're brain not on my brain I guess brainwashed but they're they're led slowly and 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 surely into you know the, the master plan. For instance, you know um, certain countries uh, weren't forcibly taken over by Hitler. They were Hitler was uh, voted voted in to to take control control of the country, and you know but they they took they took care of the they took care of the kids first. I wanted to chime in on the topic of this Christian piece, um, just about what I have witnessed, like in my own circle, and so um, someone had posed a question about whether or not it makes it harder to pray. Um, I mean, you know, this targeting and everything that you experience, but have I mean, I guess everybody's experience is different because for me, it I'll say at times it has made it harder to pray because at times, like I've really been in some uh, like dire situation, like I'm I'm just tired, I'm drained, and mm-hmm. I just can't kind of find it in me to pray. I mean, even if I'm praying within you know, not outwardly or anything, because sometimes all I can utter is, you know, Lord, please help me, or whatever the case may be. But um, it's all of this has actually made me pray a lot more. Um, it oh, just yeah. made me be a lot more conscientious of, of everything that God does do for me, you know, every little thing that he provides, et cetera. Um, what I have witnessed in my circle, and this is, after, like, basically about age 40 is when I discovered I was being targeted. And so I didn't know initially that, like, I, I just knew strange things were taking place and things were unraveling quickly. This all follows, you know, a situation on my job. Um, and when I noticed all these strange happenings on the job, you know, I just started to take note of different things. I began to put two and two together, and I just knew something major was going on. 
So it wasn't until I started being, um, what I was already being hit with the director energy weapons, just didn't know it. But I physically saw one one day. You know, I was sitting in the parking lot um, outside my apartment building, and I saw this strange blue light coming from the apartment under me. So I just snapped the picture. Like, I didn't know what to make of it at all. Um, I thought it was one of those, like, party lights. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. But anyway, I snapped the picture, and um, as I began to research different things that were happening to me, that's when I found out about the direct energy weapons, you know, being a targeted individual, et cetera, et cetera. So it took even more time. Like later on down the line is when I realized I've been targeted since birth, that my family has been targeted generationally. So when you all speak about entire communities being targeted, et cetera, et cetera, like I now know all of that to be true. But what I witnessed specifically in the Christian community um, like most of my congregation, there's one church that I've been a member of eight years. And once I realized that this target had been lifelong and everything, um, I looked back pretty much over all of my relationships and everybody in my life, family, friends, coworkers, even um, folks at church, you know, my church family, you know, quote-unquote family, um, had all been participating in this. So they had all been staying and doing things like playing mind games, being manipulative in different ways. I mean, um, just really, I mean, all of this, the the trauma-based program. So everybody had been playing their role and everything. And the thing is that, you know, I'm looking at how pretty much the, the lives, everyone in my circle, you know, their lives have been improving. And so, oh, people, you know, getting jobs and getting promotions and, you know, getting awards and buying homes, you know, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. All of this is taking place, you know, all within my circle. So so all of a sudden, like anyone that I come in contact with and I'm interacting with and everything or whatever, all of a sudden your life drastically improves. The flip side of that is this, and this goes right in line with the joint targeting publication. Like this is actually – written down in black and white in the joint targeting publication. So the flip side is that while you took their bribes and their governmental favors and everything, what you did not realize is that you would become a target of opportunity. And so while a lot of us are primary targets, you know, we we are the ones who are being targeted for whatever reason. You know, I also will throw out there that I'm RH negative, I may be negative. That's one of the reasons I've been targeted since birth for human experimentation. Um, my mother is also AB negative, and like I said, um, this has been at least four generations in my family, uh, probably starting with my grandfather in World War II. Like, I don't know if it goes back further than that, but I know that he was also subjected to human experimentation. Um, he developed leukemia and died. Um, anyway... These people took these bribes, took these favors and everything or whatever, but what they didn't know is that they would become targets of opportunity, and so things spiraled out of control in their lives as well eventually. They also were being affected with these uh, direct energy weapons and everything. I've had, this is all throughout my circle. Folks have come down with sciatica, fibromyalgia, hypertension, sleep apnea, um, strokes, (laughs) heart attacks, 
like heart failure, like I could go on and on, aneurysm, um, all of this has happened, like, right with the folks in my immediate circle. And so while the governor was trying to argue that, you know, this is not, like, this, it's, it just doesn't get any plainer. Like, it is so obvious what has been taking place. And the thing is, they're recruiting these people, and, you know, you make it look as if it's such a sweet deal, you know, oh, all we want you to do is, you know, tell this little white lie, you know, do right. this, do that. But they call in those favors. They come back around because they have come back around even now. Like the more vocal that I am, the more truth that I put out there, they sometimes have to go back to these same people, and now we need you to do more. So, for instance, my ex-boyfriend, you know, came back into the picture uh, 2016. Let's see. Let me make sure. <laughs> yeah, 2016. And so... um. Whereas I don't think he had previously been sodomized. I don't believe so. I believe now they needed him to do more than he had previously done the first time around. And so I think that if anybody, you know, if people resist in any way, now they have to amp up, you know, whatever tactics they took before. So not only has he been sodomized, but several men in my circle have been sodomized, and that's both you know, family members and, you know, ex-boyfriends. That That's what I know of. I don't know, like, how far within my circle that reaches because it could have been men at the church, too, for all I know. I have no idea. Another thing I was going to say about that, the, the Christian piece, because some, some people, they even sell this to people like, you know, oh, you're going to be able to do good, you know, with this money they right. provided you. So people have started ministries, people have started organizations. I mean, it just does not get any worse than that. How do you start a ministry with blood money? Because and, and I'm vocal about this too. You know, I'm all over social media letting people know. Guess what? To help them is to help destroy mankind. Like that is what you're doing, whether you realize it or not. And it is blood money. You know, this is my blood on your hands. My mother's, my daughter's, my grandfather's. This is blood money that you're accepting. And I want to make that crystal clear to people. Um, and I know, like, deep in your heart, you, you have to know that, you know, because they're, if they're asking you to do anything to help destroy my life, to harm me, to hurt me in any way, to contaminate my food, to drug my food, you know, to cause me any type of hurt or pain, whether it's physical psychological, you know, emotional or whatever. It doesn't, spiritually. Like if they're asking you to do anything to harm me for profit, for personal gain and personal benefit, then then definitely you understand that's wrong. So at any rate, I'm, I'm vocal about it. I let them know, you know, whether you were with the, the powers that be, they are very tricky. They manipulate people. They tell all kinds of lies. You know, like they have ways of, um, you know, kind of coaxing people, you know, bringing them in on this. And I'm like, it's just not worth it at the end of the day. So, again, people have started ministries. They started organizations and different things like that or whatever. And I'm like, and it was started with blood money, you know, just so you are fully aware. It was started with blood money. Um and Can so, you give us an example of ministries or are you specific about that or yeah, I'm general? specific. 
people I have family members and um like I said, folks from my previous ministry, they broke off and started their own ministry. And so of course they want to you know, they just cause chaos in relationships, period. They don't want any of us getting along. You know, they don't want any type of harmony, period, any type of unity. And so folks in the church who accepted these bribes and favors and then they began to play mind games with me, tell lies and all kinds of, you know, little things, um, a lot of them ended up falling out. So they ended up getting, you know, it's like the no honor among, among thieves thing. And so they end up falling out, <laughs> and their relationships with each other are horrible. A lot of people end up breaking off from the church, starting their own ministries, et cetera. So, yeah, there are ministries out there right now today where this is how they were founded pretty much. <laughs> um, and, again, Diane? people. Is, is this Diane? Um, no, I, this is um, the lady from D.C., Ronita. Oh, Vanette, yeah, okay. Thank yeah. You. Um, so I have seen marriages fall apart. The very businesses that they, you know, they, they gave these people money to start businesses and everything. The businesses, a lot of the businesses are falling apart. Marriages are falling apart. Um, so, so they essentially build them up temporarily to accomplish whatever their agenda is at that time just to tear them down because they absolutely become targeted too. Everybody who has, this is what I have witnessed, like in my experience, everybody who has targeted me has been targeted themselves, and I have seen horrible things, horrible things. I mean, people, a lot of people have died. A lot of people in my mother's generation, my mother's circle of friends and everything, a lot of them have died off, and and now I feel like it, it was a natural death. And so I know of within my circle, I know of murders that have happened within my circle. Uh, I have an ex-boyfriend that they killed, and I had no idea. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, even the way that it happened, let me say that. Even the way that this man was killed, the last time I saw him, um, because at this point, we, we both had just graduated high school, and I was in college, and he was in, um, like, a technical school for, for uh, HVAC. And so we weren't seeing each other as much as we normally would. And so, you know, we're leaving, and we're just being playful and everything. And I was like, you know, well, give me another kiss. He was like, I just gave you a kiss. I'm like, so what? You know, suppose we never see each other again. I literally never saw him again. Like, that was the end of that. The next time I saw him was in a coffin. They killed him. And they had someone in the neighborhood, in his neighborhood, to kill him. And so, um, again, when when you all were just talking about the communities, I mean, I never would have known this. I never would have pictured it. I never would have been able to piece it together in a million years. But basically, after all the research that I've done, after I have figured out what has happened in my own life, what has happened in my family's life, and then, you know, in, the, in my family's lives, and then how all of our circles, you know, because they use the exact same tactics, too. That's the sad thing. They use the exact same tactics. So I look at these exact same patterns play out in my mother's life, in my life, and then in my daughter's life. So I've talked about before on social media how they are feeding people into 
the EMT profession, firefighters, uh, <laughs> law enforcement. Like, it's so sad. It's so sad. And it's, it's more or less like you are building society. this corrupt network so that you can just keep this going. I, I literally <laughs> did. I, I mean, I, I have a family member in the Secret Service, you know. I mean, it's it's just crazy, and they all have played a role in this, and it is just absolutely amazing to me. So they are building this corrupt network to just keep this going, like they're keeping it going generation after generation, and the technology is only, like, getting better. You know, the technology is only being more advanced, and you're able to, you know, in that sense, you're able to be more covert, Um so I've, I've even questioned, you know, I'm like, well, they really did kill off a lot of folks. I mean, that's the way I see it now. I'm like, they killed off a lot of folks in my mother's circle. And I'm like, okay, maybe the technology wasn't what it was, you know, back then what it is today. But not only that, um, these, like, I don't know, I think they're able to bribe these people more. I think their morals and everything are so loose now. And folks are so desperate, you know, that, that you come and you offer them money or whatever, and they just jump right on it. They jump right on board. And I think that they killed my mother's friends off to keep them quiet, I mean, so to, to maintain their secrets, you know. I feel that her generation would have been more apt to speak out, you know, to eventually speak out and say, you know, well, no, this is not right, and this happened, and da-da-da. Well, in my generation, I mean, I don't, like I said, people have very loose morals, very loose values. Anything goes. Everyone, you know, is about ambition and trying to get ahead, and they don't care who they hurt, who they step on or whatever. And so I don't feel like it's so much of a need to really kill them off. I think that my ex was killed because of the trauma-based thing, you know, because you, you want to. <laughs> yeah, I've been through a lot. I, I have I've absolutely been through a lot um, in terms of the trauma. But uh, mm-hmm. back to these, to the Christians, I, I think they have a choice. I think that a lot of folks are being deceived. So maybe yeah, they, they believe, they maybe, maybe the you believe. Game. Yeah, I think some people are, but I think some people are aware and I don't know if they're being sold that, you know, oh, you can sell this little white lie, you can do this, do that, accept this money, accept, you know, the, the bribes, the favors, and you can just repent, you know, and you can just be forgiven, and you can just move on. But essentially they have become a slave for life, and, and I let them know that. I'm like, one, you're going to be targeted for life. I'm like, they have no intent. Yeah. Hopefully we can stop this. I pray that we can, you know. I don't think we can fully stop it. I mean, I just no. pray that we can get justice, and I know that this kind of stuff just goes underground, and, I mean, it's been underground all this time anyway. But I just hope that we get in a better position where laws are in place and where, you know, right. we at least get some justice. And there's awareness about this, so you're not just made out to be crazy. You know, that people will actually know, no, this is real. <laughs> you know, this, this does exist. I, I'm praying that we can get to that point. But um, I believe that people. I believe that people. Not everybody does though, because mm-hmm. like I was completely in the dark until age forty. I'm like I literally could have gone my entire life 
and never known that, oh, this is why my life has been healed since day one. My life has been healed since day one because I've been targeted since birth. There, there was no way for me to know that. I mean, I've had my father but everybody around at a very young age. Everybody around you has been Everybody who has uh, participated in it, yes, they know it right. exists, right. <laughs> um, that's why. But my mother's 60. I mean, you know, I, I was 40 when I discovered this or whatever, and my mother is in her 60s or whatever. And I'm like, she literally, like, she's gone 60 years without ever knowing she was targeted. And um, <laughs> um, it's it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's unreal. What I'm saying with the Christians is that they do have a choice. Like, they have a choice. And, and he had asked something, basically, because I can't remember his exact question, but my response is this, that they don't care so much about Christians who are not genuine. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I don't even know how to put it, really. But someone like me, who absolutely has integrity, and who absolutely is willing to die for what I believe, they torture me to no end. Like, I go through hell day in and day out, and that is because I absolutely believe God. I absolutely mm-hmm. trust God. <laughs> I am wholeheartedly going to follow God, if that means death. So Christians like me are a threat. But Christians who are playing the role, you know, Christians who run around and sling the oil and listen to the gospel music and they are pretending, they they are not worried about them. They're not concerned about them because essentially no. they are on board. You right. know, they are helping to carry out Satan's mission. So they are it's, not it's, concerned it's about... Ecumenical, it's an ecumenical order. You know what I mean by ecumenical? I don't. <laughs> So ecumenical is a movement, especially within the church, that basically there's all, you know, in the Bible it says there is no way, there is no way to me except for through through the Lord Jesus Christ, right? Right. So um, ecumenical um, is is where they accept many different ways to God. For instance, it's like. Um, it's like a, it's like a. And, a, and you know what? That is not even, That's that's not necessarily the case because these people claim Christ. These people do claim Christ, and they do no, claim they do. that He is the way, the truth, and the light. But the thing is that they are not following it, and so that's the whole thing. If 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 they are, if they okay, I'll give you an example. I will give you a, a prime example for someone who claims to be Christian and you are playing your gospel music and you're doing whatever else, you're speaking in tongues and you're praying all day, all night, whatever it is you do, but you are deliberately, you're, you're contaminating my food, that, that is an issue. Because guess what? I will never do that in return. There's no way, there's nothing anybody can say or do. There's no amount of money that anybody can offer me to do anything to deliberately harm anybody, period. So you can't. They, I cannot be bored. I cannot be bribed to, to do anything to, to play with somebody's mind, to play mind games, or contaminate your food, or use a directed energy weapon on you, or any of that. I, nobody can pay me to do that. Nobody can talk me into it. Nobody can convince me how horrible you are. If you are horrible, God will deal with you. 
Nobody right. can convince me how horrible you are and twist my arm to do anything. They don't scare me. I am not afraid. I'm so far beyond being afraid of these buttholes, period. I mean, I, I, if, I, I, don't I, I have no respect. I have no respect for anything that they're doing, period. You know, so... And I'm I'm far, I've I've gone through everything like I've gone through everything I've been injected I've been chipped I've been raped I've been robbed I've lost everything I've been homeless for months on end I've been in complete isolation even within this targeted community there's nothing they can do I've had my heart broken again and again and again everybody who is targeting me I've gone above and beyond for these people above and beyond. I have, like, given everything. I've helped people get utilities turned back on. I've helped people take care of their children. I've I've given them money to help take care of their children. I, I, everything. I was a single mother, and I helped another single mother get her car back when her car was repossessed. I mean, I've gone above and beyond for people, and these are the very people who have targeted me, who have helped to ruin my life, who have, like, actively participated in the destruction of my life. I've, like, written resumes and KSAs and helped people get jobs and promotions and whatever it is. You know, you are trying to succeed in life and trying to get ahead and trying to do something positive. I'm willing to help. But I had no idea what was taking place behind the scenes. And so, yeah, I'm a threat to them because, I am genuine and I am sincere. Uh, these people out here who are faking and fronting it, I mean, that, that is, that's Satan, period. That is how Satan operates. Satan operates in lies. He is the father of lies. And, and these people who are lining up to participate in this are following in line with him. And, and how they don't realize it, I don't know. Like I just don't. They they don't. Satan deals in lies and deceit, and but all of that 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 is that is how Satan functions. That's how he operates. That's what he flows in. And so, so it's like it's that, like Hitler. It's like Hitler. If I can explain this real quick, you know, for instance, those countries voted Hitler in. Now they were democratic countries, but they voted him in because he promised all the stuff, and when he came in. He took care of the kids, and that's what they mm. that's what they do. They 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 get to yeah, a lot of people through the kids. It's deceit. So they, they, and they, they they find some way to all appear. the kids were able, all the kids. They went to these special programs, and they would come home. And they're like, "Oh, I'm having so much fun!" And they they all played sports, and all the kids got bikes, and they all got sporting equipment, and they're having all this fun, and and they're 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 telling you know the it's it's all the pressure and everything that the parents go through in raising their kids was kind of taken care of. And then all of a sudden they're coming home and, you know, uh, military fatigues and they're getting militarized and then they're using their kids against their parents. And now they're right. telling the kid that now they're telling the kids to spy on their parents and, you know, see if their parents are against Hitler or not. And it just progressively right. got got worse and worse. And then all right. of a sudden, then all of a sudden, they're starting to take people away. Well, where are they taking these people? Oh, they're just retraining these people. Or, you know, they're taking people out of the ghettos and, 
and 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 putting are they they're putting him in the ghettos basically you know but they thought that it was a better place in the beginning like oh well they're you know they're they're taking them off the streets and they're putting them in better yes, places oh, it's subtle and but, it's right but, and and the people and who in the end they them the and end. helping them on the trains are guilty too and they don't realize but they that. didn't know it yeah they didn't know it and right. what was sad, what was really sad you know everybody was being used and it, to to do extreme evil. I mean, towards the very I had end. someone, I had someone in my circle because some folks have indirectly admitted participating in this. So I have a first cousin. I mean, and I, I post all this stuff on social media. So I have a first cousin who was being nasty, you know, and sending me some nasty message. And she says that, um, yeah, that, that that these people contacted her, and she got a big fat check, and she hopes that they give me, you know, da da da. So she basically admits to it. I'm just like, wow. And so I just feel like so sad for you, so sad for you. Like I feel bad for you that you would do anything like that. I feel bad for you that that's in your heart to do, and I feel bad for you that you feel like it's okay, you know, because. Like I said, with the shoe on the other foot, that would never be the case for me, and they know that. This is why I've never been approached to ever do anything like this to anybody. But, <clears throat> oh, it's so crazy. Um, Sam, you would say little things? Mm-hmm. Oh. So I was just going to say that, Neil, what you were saying about how they, the Nazis gave the kids bikes. The, um, I think the local precinct over here, they have a bikes for kids or something program I read in one of their newsletters. I don't know, I just thought that was interesting. That's a little bit No, the Head Start program. I didn't even realize that they were that, that was actually a Nazi tactic. That's kind of concerning, you know, because oh, they yeah. don't obviously help me and they were trying to gaslight me and make me look crazy. So that in that way they are participating. So um anyway, go ahead. Yeah, um, with that um I have a meme on my Twitter page right now basically showing, because um, I can't remember what it says exactly, but it's them dangling a carrot and people literally lining up and falling off this cliff trying to get to this carrot. And I'm like, that is absolutely what they're doing. So they are appealing to people, you know, through money and material things, governmental favors. I mean, I can give you some examples. My my father, you know, his his disability, you know, getting approved pretty much overnight um, all kinds of stuff, you know. I mean, they've done, you know, my mother, when she was saying they had the whole complex over there, totally renovated and new management and da-da-da. But um, I've seen it again and again. So even different places that I've been, hospitals who have participated in this nonsense, the next thing you know, they're having all kinds of renovations and stuff like that, a police department having all kinds of um, renovations and everything. And I know all this stuff online. I'm just like, I'm like, seriously, like to me, it just couldn't be more obvious what they're doing. You know, everywhere I go and everybody that I interact with and encounter, you know, et cetera, et cetera, not only that, you have all this unethical behavior. So all this unethical behavior takes place, and then the next thing you know, people are being promoted and, you know, the building is being renovated, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So they are absolutely throwing a lot of money around and everything for this. Oh, it's, it's worldwide. It's the, it's the new world order. I mean, it's – but hopefully – Thank you for your story. 
Yeah, thank thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's just a fraction of a sliver of the story. It's it's so so sad. It's so sad. And I pray that I pray that one day I'm like able in some way to uh, really share my story, like my whole story, because it's so many different assets to it. It's ridiculous. So being targeted nice long is one thing. Being targeted generationally is one thing. Um, being RH negative is one. Th- I mean, there's just a lot to it. it it's unreal. Like, I, for me, um, you know, as crazy as they want to make me out to be, I'm like, I should absolutely be stock raving mad somewhere right now. Everything that I've been through and witnessed and endured, like, it's ridiculous. And I still have a good heart. I still, even people who have done some of, like, the the worst things possible to me, like, I still try and be cordial and speak and, you know, say hello or whatever else. I mean, some people I just try not to even have any contact with them at all. But if I do encounter anybody, I mean, I'm still, you know, just just basically going to be me. It's sad. That's all I can say. It's ridiculous. I can't believe that I've survived it. I can't believe that um, I'm still in one piece physically. I can't believe that I haven't lost it completely, you know, mentally, like seriously, because it's too much. Like I feel like everything that we're going through or whatever, it's too much for any one person to endure. Like nobody should be subjected to any of this. You know, you, you shouldn't have to worry about your food being contaminated. You shouldn't have to worry about, like, locking your door at night and and wondering whether or not you're going to be safe, whether or not your property is going to be safe, you know. I mean, we we should not have to worry about any of this. Like, it's it's just utterly ridiculous. We should, for me, I'm like, I've never just lived a normal life, period. Have you written down your story? Have you recorded it? The only reason I haven't, I have begun to. But the only reason I haven't is because they are literally going behind me and trying to change all the details of my life, and they're doing that in an effort to try and make, you know, make me out to be crazy, you know, that, oh, okay, I don't remember. Okay, this is what you do. You go to a yard sale, and you get an old mechanical or electrical typewriter, and you use that. It doesn't go through any computing system. Nobody can tamper yeah. with it. What you type is on the paper, and they you make copies my, of that hard copy, and you give it to other my, people. You don't know how many times I've lost everything I'm like here. right now. I'm here. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, forget the computer, though. Do not use the computer. Oh, yeah, I know that. That yeah. much I know. I mean, what I would have to do is save everything to a backup drive and keep the backup generation. drive on me no, at all times. I'm, I'm saying not even to do that do. much. No. Make use a mechanical drive. or electrical typewriter. Do you not make a drive that I have on me. Yeah, they've done that before too. But the only way that they Remotely don't, if I have one, if I have one on me that I keep on me at all times, they can't get to it. But because I've done that before, for instance, I, I um I was in a hospital one time, so so that is an opportunity for them to kind of have access to everything because they can have access to everything at home, and they can have access to every you know any property that I have with me or in my vehicle or whatever, and so um. I had a bra that had like a little, uh, it had some little flap or something on both sides on the inside, and so I had a USB drive tucked in there. And, and so I, I've really, I have 
thwarted their efforts many, many times. I'm so happy about that. Like every time that I get one up on them, I'm just elated. <laughs> but anyway, this was tucked inside the bra and they couldn't get to it. I mean, you know, they didn't realize I had it or where it was or whatever. Well, anyway, they knew I had a drive. They just had no idea where it was or what I had done with it. And this was before I had all the remote, the um, the nanotechnology and all that or whatever in my body. I mean, I believe. I don't think at that point they could see or, like, hear everything I was doing. Well, anyway, um, they had the guard come back in and dump all of my stuff out. Like, he took my duffel bag I had, and he just dumped everything out everywhere. And I was so – I'm just like, sir, really? (laughs) I'm like – you know, these are my belongings. I'm like, I don't mind you checking anything. You can go through everything. I'm just like, but you're just dumping my stuff everywhere as if it doesn't matter. He didn't care. So he was looking for this USB drive, which I had on me, and I knew that's what he was looking for, and they never did get it. They didn't realize I had it. You know, I had a USB drive one time tucked in a hotel room. I I, I mean, they, they know these secrets now. That's the only reason I'm even sharing it, but... Um, I had stayed in a hotel, and before I went to sleep that night, I tucked up in the top of the curtain, and so the curtain had little, like, pockets pretty much up in the top of the curtain, and I tucked the USB drive down in there, so they didn't know it was in. I was like, just in case, you know, they're able to get in my room somehow in the middle of the night, you know, they won't be able to get to this. And so they didn't. And so I left, and I left it in, everything or whatever, and I actually came back months later <laughs> to get it. It was still there, exactly where I left oh, it. Wow. I'm like, yes. I'm just like, because you all have no right to be doing the things you're doing. Like, you have no right. It's just ridiculous. That USB port still is not as um, safe as if you type on a typewriter and give it to a person or put it in a safety deposit box. I don't have any people. Safety deposit boxes would yeah. not be safe. Yeah, so and I don't have, have storage the storage unit. They've gone to my storage unit. They've, you know, my P.O. box, when I had a P.O. box. I mean, they don't have any respect for anything. So, no. Yeah, I mean, they can make a key for a P.O. box, but they can't get through the uh, guards in the bank. I'll tell you that right now. And if you write on your report uh, that bank. you need to have two proofs of ID. Well, the thing is that I appreciate that, but the thing is um, they have absolutely gotten to everything I own. So bills, um, I mean, any other documents that I have, files, tax papers, whatever else, they, they get to everything. So me typing out, my story wouldn't be any different. Like, and I, I don't have anybody I can trust at all. Like, everybody that I reach out to to try and get any assistance from, period, whether they're within the targeted community or not, um, I, I can't, like, trust my documents and stuff, whatever, to anyone because they turn everyone. That has been my experience. And, and, and so I don't know if, that is a matter of them totally controlling folks, like, for the meantime, because, like, I've had conversations where even people that I would think that I could trust in the targeted community, um, I've had conversations where, no, uh, I'm just like, oh, wow, I can't actually trust this person, you know, moderators and everything else. But um, 
again, I don't know if that was for the meantime that, oh, you know, temporarily they were controlling this person or what. I, I have no idea. But what I do, like, I, I kind of can't rely on anyone but me. And it's sad. Like, it's very sad because there are things that I have at least wanted to make sure that others, you know, have copies and stuff like that. But it, it just kind of does me no good. I always find myself being right back at square one and having to totally, like, renown myself. And this is one of the reasons, this is one of the reasons that I've gone public on social media now. And it's one of the reasons that I post so That's much smart. on social media because I don't want to be as open, like, with my life and everything, that's, you know, every little thing that's happening with me and this, that, and the other, whatever. I don't want to be as open as I am, but I do because, one, I want people out there to know that this is real, like that this is happening to me and this is happening to people all over the country and all over the world. So that's one of the reasons I put it out there. But um, but also, yeah, I don't have I don't have a backup plan. I don't like you know I am my backup plan, and and I just trust God regardless of what because I can't. They turn oh, everything. You know, another another big reason is that. Um, I'm a former employee of the Securities and Exchange Commission. You know, they, they absolutely do not want this coming out, that I was targeted within my building, you know, that I was targeted by the folks, attorneys and whoever else, you know, in that building. They also don't want com- coming out like the things that they were doing, you know, they weren't right. <laughs> they were the other option is you can send your your thoughts, your ideas, any journal you have to the Library of Congress and have it uh, copywritten. It's very cheap. I've done all kinds of copyrights. Oh, I'm and all you, for that. I'm all well, for that. Well, you can do that. And let me tell you, that's as safe as it comes. Once it's okay, copywritten, so it's written Okay, so you're saying that I can send, you, you're saying that basically I can write something up, write up my story right. or whatever else. You can write anything you want. To. You can have it copywritten. Oh, the Library yeah, of Congress. that's an option. You contact I'll the Library of Congress, and on their menu, there's a, a number for copyrights, patents, and et cetera. And they'll send you the forms, and it's a very quick form. You submit whatever you want to submit. It's gone. It's history, and it's recorded for the rest of eternity as long as we're here, as long as that. Uh, oh, well, that's good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. that. I definitely, that. you know, that's one of the things I don't want because I know at least a couple different times, I know that, like, they've been trying to get rid of my identity altogether. So much so, like they had family members relocating and stuff like that or whatever. I just had my cousin recently, um, maybe a few weeks ago, tell me, I mean, you know, pretty pretty soon, you know, you're not going to be able to call anybody. You know, uh, folks are getting their numbers changed and this, that, and the other, whatever. And so I just feel like, yeah, all of that is uh, one, she just told to make sure. Can you mm-hmm. expand? Can you expand on that conversation? Because that sounds kind of important. Well, yeah, my cousin, I mean, I I believe that they've been trying to, on a couple different occasions, I believe they've been trying to, like, get rid of my identity altogether. Um, They had me robbed. This was this past summer. And so... What did your your cousin, what what was that conversation? He said that, he he was saying that um, pretty soon I will not be able to reach any of them, basically. You know, more or less, that's what he was saying. What they they say? had already... What did you say to that? Like, what did you, what, did you say, like, what do you I mean? I told him I'm like, not attempting... I, I, I told him, 
But, I mean, it, that really doesn't matter to me one way or the other. It doesn't. I mean, they, they are not for me anyway. So, I mean, you know, I, I have reached out to folks from time to time maybe for some specific reason. I can't believe what – I mean, I can't remember what I called him for that day. Oh, I know what I called him for because um, at one time I had had four Adelocks, and, like, the Adelock is a complete lifesaver. Anyway, at one point I had four Adelocks. Um, he bought two from me when, when I was no longer in my apartment and I didn't have a need for him like that. So he What's bought an two of them. The analog is a little uh, metal and, like, hard uh, rubber contraption. That it, oh, my God, it absolutely works. So you use it um, in the door shaft. You use it where the lock is. And um, and no one can, like, they absolutely cannot get through that lock. And so huh? I've had several, they can't get through the door. They can't budge the door, period. Like, no matter what uh, okay. they're trying to do, they can't budge you, the door. Excuse me, how do you and you can that? use it on both um, A-D-D-A-L-O-C-K. It's, it's pretty oh. cheap. That one is, they're like 20 bucks each, or they have a two-pack on Amazon. They have a two-pack for $38. Okay. Also, door poles. Like, excuse like, me? Uh, door poles are... No, the... <laughs> Where no, I'm saying I'm saying that those work too, like oh, things okay. that you, things well, this, that, this things, this things that you put really against compact. the doorknob and the put floor. It in your pocket or your purse or whatever. You could take it with you anywhere you go. So basically, it works on both interior and exterior doors. So even if you say if you are standing in an apartment or a home with someone else that you don't, you can't fully trust. Uh, you you can use the analog on your bedroom door and and don't have to worry about anybody coming in your room at night or anything like that. But it can be used pretty much on any door. So if you travel and you stay at a hotel, you can use the analog on your hotel door. Um, and it is compact that you can like absolutely take it with you anywhere. But I had a lot of illegal entries. I've had numerous injections. I've had my food contaminated many many times. My um, toiletries contaminated, my household products contaminated, damage to my property, et cetera. All of this was happening prior to me getting that added lock. And when I got the added lock, those illegal entries absolutely stopped. The thing is that, excuse me? I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. What I was saying is basically that stopped. So you can only use the analog, you know, while you're home, while you're inside. So so that's one thing. But basically, while I was home and while I was inside, I was safe, and I didn't have to worry about anybody coming in or doing anything to me or my food or my property. And so um, another thing about the analog is that I would have to travel downtown to use the credit union sometimes, and they had all of a sudden, you know, every time I would come down, they have Homeland Security, you know, trucks all lined up outside. Well, anyway, I had... Can I ask what state you're from? I'm from D.C. I'm born and raised in D.C. Okay. But, um, yeah. Also, I'm sorry, but this conversation is, like, really interesting to me. It's fine. What is your, because I've never had, like, direct conversation like that because that's like really important like so he was saying basically you got the understanding that he knows that you're targeted and that oh he does no he's played a major role 
he has targeted me, my mother, and my daughter. He's been a part of the psychological trauma and everything else. So my family is pretty aware, and they have they have profited off of this. I'm sorry. Did you confront? Did you? Did you? Sorry. Did did you confront them? Yeah, I've confronted them all. Yeah. And how did that? How did did that go? I mean, they deny it. They deny it, of course. And you know, it's like, oh, I'm crazy and. You know, right. we we both know the truth, but I am warning them. I'm like, this is the bigger picture. I'm like, you all are essentially selling your souls. That's what you're doing. I'm like, because like, and how do they, they look at you when you say that? Well, it's not always um, face to face. These conversations okay. aren't always happening face to face. But sometimes it's over the phone. And sometimes um, I am sending my message loud and clear over social media to everyone in my circle. So whether it's family, friends, um, folks from church or wherever, like I said, I'm making the message loud and clear. I'm like, they're after your soul, you know, and if you are participating in this crap and if you do not stop and if you do not repent, and I keep making, I keep saying to them, you you can't repent for secrets that you take to the grave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you have to repent now while you have an opportunity to repent. Right. And you have to repent and you have to turn from the evil that Just, you're doing. Right. Turn there, away there's from. no there's no opportunity to repent beyond the grave. So I'm just like the the government will have you keep maintain their secrets till the day you die. You can't do that. And I'm like, as far as secrecy agreements and everything goes, see, at one time, before I really knew what was going on, before I had, like, a clear understanding of what was happening, um, even in the medical, you know, community and everything or whatever, they were able to pull all kinds of stunts and, you know, pull the wool over my eyes, et cetera. You can't do that today because today I have too many tools in my belt to, to be able to, argue with them, dispute with them, whatever else. You know, I have patent numbers to throw out there. You you can't tell me that this isn't happening. It doesn't um, exist. Refer to patent number 395-1134. I mean, now you, you, you can't run those same games with me now because I have they too know much that, knowledge up know. under my belt. Right. right. But, but what, what is your – sorry. What I can't – I'm trying to get more in-depth in here about – this conversation. That conversation yeah, oh, where him? he said to her they weren't be able to reach her anymore, reach them anymore. Right. Well, that's not the only thing. I mean, like I said, I've had people, I've had some admissions, even though. How did that conversation specifically go? Like, what was the exact him? wording? Yeah, what was he the exact wording? I mean, I, you know what? I wish it, the, the conversation is actually recorded. I wish I could play it back for you. I can't yeah, right now because I'm on this call. But but that conversation is actually recorded or whatever. Um, so how did I it just go? Let what him did, know. What did you say? The way that what it ended was that? I let him know that basically what no, I'm telling you now about how him. did it go? How did it go? Like what did you say to provoke him to out say with that? Me and what about was the understanding? I'm sorry. Okay. What? And what was like? How did the whole thing go from play-by-play? You want to play-by-play? Well, has she ever been hit by a direct energy weapon? That's what I'm wondering. I've been listening for an hour. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was saying. When I saw that blue light in the apartment under me, that's what I thought. And I took a picture of it or whatever. I found out that basically the neighbors next door in 301 were using the device on me. 
the neighbor down season 101, the neighbor down season 201, all three of them were using devices on me. I was able to actually capture a picture of the device being used in 201. Oh, and I could actually hear them. Excuse me? How did you, how did, how were you able to see the device? You could hear the machines go. They're, they're allowed. Yeah, not just noise. the machines, but I think that some of them are portable. So I heard what sounded like them setting up and breaking down a machine. This is in the apartment next door in 301. Um, I know that's what I, I hear sometimes. I hear them moving the stuff around, and then I get the yeah, symptoms. Yeah, exactly. much lately. And I would actually I see someone traveling, like, with a case or something. This guy one day downstairs in 201, he hit it. He wrapped something in a, um, he wrapped something in a, like, a blanket or something and had it in a laundry basket one day, like, bringing it back from the car. So I've actually seen, I, I do believe, like, they have portable I mean, I'm sure they have stationary stuff too, but I believe they have yeah, they portable devices that I they're saw, like traveling with. Oh, sorry. Well, you need to Google uh, this magnetron. That's the loud thing you hear that they're dragging around on wheels or dragging around and dropping. Yeah, I have heard it on wheels, but it sounded like it sounded like them sitting, setting something up on a counter, and you know, setting setting that stuff and then breaking it down. You know, I've seen them trade off for the chemical That's for the chemical shift where one person leaves and another mm-hmm. person comes, you know, <laughs> on. I got that too. I, I really they're taking shifts and this. Yeah. And I had, when I called, I had called the cops one morning, like last week or something. And because what was happening to me, I thought it was a magnetron. And I was waking up and the ceiling was spinning. I was so dizzy. And my body, I could feel it. I mean, it was awful, you know. But um, yeah. I called the cops, and anyway, they tried, but um, so the first lady, as soon as I called the cops, though, downstairs is where I suspected it was coming from, it was all this running out of the apartment, all this running around and then ran out of the apartment, and then all of a sudden you see this lady that I already knew was a perp carrying this big, giant, black rolling bag out to the truck, yeah. put it in the truck. It was so heavy, she was holding her back. And then the other guy who's always bringing her and dropping her off and picking her up, he got in, they got in the car, and they fled three minutes before the cops got here. Mm-hmm. If that isn't guilty, yeah, I don't they, know what they it is. Windows, too bad you didn't get they cracked the windows that. because those devices, like, heat the apartment up, apparently. I mean, I know that definitely they, they would heat the building up. So they would have those devices going, and it would get really hot in the building or whatever. And so um, they would they also, like, up. keep the windows cracked in their, in their unit. Oh. What's the directed energy weapon? I mean, I think it's a whole variety of them. So it, it's several of them. They use different, you know, it's, it's different. Yeah, they use different, they use different wavelengths, different machines. Some of them sound like straight up x-ray machines. They, they, they have the loud humming and then they have the clicks. Oh, you I know have another oh, thing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I have another thing, too. I, I, I want to get out real quick is that Oh. Sounds like an X-ray when machine, they which claim it could this be. Stuff happening. There are metal. I mean, there are plastic pieces. So you know the plastic parts at the bottom of the mattress where they have like those plastic ends on every corner. And then I also had this little. Um, I had a couple of things laying on the nightstands that are plastic. So it was like this little 
um, alarm thing, like a personal alarm thing I had bought, and it was a remote that goes with it. Well, you claim none of this is happening, you know, and this and that, but those things had actually, they had burns on them. Like they had burns on them where they were like melting. And I'm like, what in the world would they be melting from? So at any rate, you know, I wake up one morning and I see that, you know, these two uh, pieces on the nightstand are like melted. And I'm like, what in the world, you know, how would these melt? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's from the, the, the um these devices. And then later was when I noticed that the plastic pieces, you know, at, at the corners of the mattress or whatever, those were like, it had burns on them as well. And I have pictures of that one now right now. Well, it's not easy to answer the question what a direct energy weapon is. If I asked everyone, uh, what is a gun? You know, everyone would be stumped by that question. They'd, I don't know. Could you tell me this what is a electro, gun? This is electromagnetic weapons they're using. I mean, they go by a lot of different names, but like microwave and yeah, they use different um, frequencies for different reasons. For and I mean, instance, it's all types they can, of different they can amp them delivery up. methods. So they use, Neil can tell you about that, scalar, sonar, radar, microwave, all kinds of stuff they use. Right, yeah. they use all different kinds of, no, all different kinds scalar, of devices. Uh, my friend Mikazo told me that scalar would take, um, like, the energy of the sun to shoot scalar, so it doesn't exist on Earth. Well, yeah, who knows? I'm that, not that's sure. A, I'm not sure about that. Because there's all kinds wavelength. of stuff that I would not think would exist, but but now I know it does. So we know they exist. I don't know. I thought Marcus was the ice. I thought he knows what the I mean, a lot of this stuff I would never have thought it existed, but now I know it does. I mean, you wouldn't think that time travel exists, but like they have patents out there for it. They're, they're, they're using all you different frequencies, basically, to, to do all different sorts of things to you. Right. So if, if they're trying, let's say that you're at your end of your targeting or whatever, and they put it out that you need to die or I don't know, whatever they do, they're going to use a bigger machine that's going to pump out a harder core right. uh, frequency. And, and they're going to, like, for instance, there's pictures on this, this guy's site I saw of people literally being maimed from it and burnt from it. So so you, you've got the lower devices that maybe cause nausea or may, may cause different migraines, of, all kinds migraines of or whatever. And then you got, and then you got, you know, frequencies that are surely there to maim and or kill. So it depends on who's, who's probably targeting you, who's the organization. And then, I mean, and not uh, only that, also to, yeah. for, um, my manipulation and stuff like that, I mean, it's, it's all kinds of stuff that they do. I mean, if they can cause you to see things and hear things and, and all of this other stuff, that people, I mean, they can do all kinds of stuff with this technology. Like, they, it, it just it seems almost it seems, unlimited. It seems unlimited what they're able to do. But to expand on that, like, it, it seems like there's kind of like a war going on between these groups. Has anybody noticed that? No, I didn't know about that. Yeah, it seems it seems like there's people either there there's a a huge philosophical gap, like how they want to implement the new world order. You know, like like I said, you know, people that who maybe who are more God orientated and people who are not, um, or people who are 
maybe vying for power, but it seems like there's different groups who are like, I, I really think there's like a good group in the mix somewhere and that maybe they're helping uh, certain, certain individuals out. Like there seems to be a war. I don't know. I don't know if anybody else picked that up. Well, I, mean, I, just, I used to war. wonder I at the beginning don't. of my targeting if, like, well, I didn't know if some of these people were there to watch, like, to look out for me because I had a problem with a certain person and I thought a certain per- you know, I thought maybe they were there to, but it wasn't, obviously, so I don't know. But I thought, anyway, go ahead. So, yeah. I just think that they can't control absolutely everything as much as they want to. So when you talk about, because I've had experiences they can mess with like your that where... They, they can. They can get I your emotions to go to where you think that, you know, like, for instance, I was writing something down. And what I was writing was a, was a pretty uh, scathing uh, poem about them. And as I was writing it, I got pumped with just this infuriating rage and I and I, I I I felt justified with this rage, right? Because once it's happening to you, you don't realize it's very difficult to realize that it's an outside force. You feel justified for it. So I, I get real pissed off. I stand up and I, I grab my chair and I bust it into a million different pieces. And what happened is that little scenario led me into basically getting kicked out of where I was living and, you know, on, 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 on the system that I, I, I go, but a good, a good picture of how this operates is if anybody's watched, um, the Avengers movie, someone needs to stop breathing into the microphone, but the Avengers movie, um, with Loki's staff, Anybody knows what I'm talking about? I mean, I know the Avengers movie, but I don't remember that. The Avengers had the staffs inside of their their base. Oh, okay. And what happened is they started arguing amongst each other. And they started to get real pissed off. and, and, and and, And they started to argue with each other. And they were about to fight. And they realized that the the staff was emitting this transmission to them and basically causing them to argue and, and to get pissed and to get frustrated. So basically, that's just a visual representation of what how this works. And I've I've been able to distract our Anyway, okay, I'm not going to do it. So basically, just understand that your emotions, especially the extreme ones, can can be manipulated. So if you find yourself doing something or about to do something or wanting really badly to do something, just take note of that yeah, and question. realize question your own thoughts. And question especially your mood. For instance, what I I did a lot of these calls in the beginning, and what would happen is all of the people would 
it, it would be like that scenario in, in the Avengers movie. They would just people, all the targets would get pissed off at each other, and they're all, and we're including me, and I would start ranting and raving and get pissed off and um, thinking everybody think... <laughs> is 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 a perp and you know all this other stuff. But come to realize after eight years of all this is that I was being emotional, not not necessarily the. It's not like they were programming the words that are coming out of my mouth, but they were programming or inducing emotion and the, mm-hmm. right, inducing the emotions that would uh, uh, induce a certain personality, a certain, a certain part of my personality, specifically, you know, the not so good ones, right? Like we all have parts of a personality that, that aren't so great. And they can specially be induced um, with emotion. Yeah, I, with I think they emotionally. can just heighten. I think I, they can heighten things because, for instance, right, exactly. I mean, yeah, you you may be upset about a particular situation or you know something happens, da da da. But I think that I mean because I know I'm I'm going to say almost like overreacting, but um, yes. what, what I realized yes. with that is this. I realized that that was much worse when I did not know all of this existed. So when I, it's kind of like before you are aware that these devices and everything exist, um, you're kind of on default. Like you don't know. So you don't oh, even yeah. know to question. You know, say something happens, you overreact, you overreact or whatever. You may question it after the fact, like, well, why did I respond, you know, that intensely? You know, it didn't, it didn't deserve that sort of response. Um, mm-hmm. They, I feel like they can get away with that before you know these ex- um, devices exist. But now that we know that all this stuff does exist, now you get to kind of try to anyway stop in your tracks and um, and question, you know, uh, the way that you're responding, responding, you know, or what you think or how you feel or da da da. You know, you're able to kind of take a closer look at it now. Um, whereas before, yeah, I do feel like I had been on default certain times, and so I may have, you know, yeah, responded in a way that, I mean, because it's just like that's not me and the response right. didn't need to be yeah. that extreme, you know, da-da-da. Yeah. So um, I get what he's saying. With, with the question that the lady asked about feeling like that there are some people on your side, um, that, that people are placed there, so I yeah. wanted to respond to that because um, I have felt that way too. I've questioned that sometimes before, but but what I have experienced is that the the bad folks are around much much more than the yeah. good ones are. There are and good so on, on rare occasions, though, I have had different experiences or whatever. Where like I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, you know, was that a? I'll give you an example. There, there was a doctor one time. There was a doctor one time that um, she 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 was telling me she was giving me some vaccine. I, I don't even remember what her whole explanation behind the vaccine was, you know, or whatever. But um, you know, I was there basically to get a checkup. You know, she tells me that she's giving me some vaccine, and I'm definitely an adult. I mean, I don't know. 
I'm, at that point, I still try to say doctors. Let me say that. Because at this point, no, there's no way you you know I need a full explanation on what that is, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I went on and I got this vaccine, and I do feel like that helped me later on down the road. Like I, I feel like she, actually, I feel like that was actually a good thing. I mean, I believe I, I, I don't know because all of this is so tricky and everything, and they've done so much crap to my health at this point that like there's just no telling. I really, really hope we had this court case, and I hope it is successful or whatever, because I do, I, one day I want to know all the crap they've done to me. Like, I really want to know. I, I want to know what has happened to me. I want to know the implications and everything of it. Like, I would love to know this stuff, because, it, like, there's no way in the world that they should be able to go around, like, covertly doing all this crap to us, and we just have no idea. You know, we have no idea basically the technology that's in our bodies, you know, what they've done to us biologically. Like, like we have no idea. So, so much has happened and taken place behind the scenes, and medical professionals, you know, have played a role in this mess or whatever. Like, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. You're on, I do you're on know a black list, that, and it's like they can just do anything to you. It's, hey, it's, it's kind of like... You're not a citizen in their world. It's like, so therefore, exactly. you're, you're it's loose. It's like you're, you're a science loose. project. It's like you're a science you're, project. Well, you're loosed. You're loosed to to all of the all of the animals in the forest. It's like they kicked you out of the village, and you're in the forest, and now you're you're prey to all the all the animals in the forest. It's, it's kind of like that. So that's what but I was to make that is worse. But to make that, that is worse don't be, because. You kind of got to hide from the animals. So that was my my first. I just want to expand on this real quick, if I can. That mm-hmm. there are decent people, and you don't. If you are, let's say we're we're all in the forest, okay? All of us PIs who are getting hit real hardcore, we're all in the forest, okay? We're not we're not in the safety of the village, and the animals know this, and so they're running around looking for prey. So you don't want to be visible to the prey. That's that's what I was saying uh, in the beginning about being on all these lists and stuff. I, I'm hesitant because I know that I'm extremely vulnerable. I know I'm in the forest, and I, I want to protect myself as much as I can from the from the animals that are out there because the village ain't can protect. Me. Well, some okay. some villagers will protect you, but most won't. <laughs> Go ahead. It's true. It's true. I'm trusting God to protect me, but this is the thing. Like, for one, I feel like I cannot hide. There is no hiding. I've been targeted since birth. They they know who I am. They know where I am, et cetera, et cetera, like at all times since birth. Um, I was going to say that because of this whole RH negative factor, um, it makes it that much worse for me as far as the non-consensual human experimentation, et cetera, et cetera. You know, supposedly we have an entirely different immune system. They they absolutely experiment on me every chance they get. Um, and, and, like, I, I can't <laughs> express that, you know, any plainer. Like, like every opportunity they, they get, that I have all kinds of attacks on my health constantly. <laughs> so there's that. But I feel like I cannot have and I feel like I will not hide. And this is for me. Um, I can only 
rely and trust on God to protect me or whatever. Like like humans, man will let you down every time, and I, I don't know how that sounds. I, <laughs> um, I hope it doesn't sound bad, but I'm just saying I can rely on God absolutely. Um, another piece to that is I think that if we were not coming out into the open and coming out into the forefront and sharing our stories and sharing, you know, all this knowledge and everything that we have, um, because there was a time where I did not know that any of this existed. And now that I do, I'm absolutely going to share it with the world, if possible, um, to let them know that, yes, this is a threat to you. You may not be a targeted individual, but this is a threat to society in general. Um, I feel like we wouldn't have made the progress that we've made, like, over the last few years if people weren't coming forward, sharing their stories, sharing their testimonies, like, basically putting this all in the public face. Like we cannot, going to the government is kind of not even an option, or, or maybe even previous things that we've tried, like, it's not an option. Like, I feel like we absolutely have to make the public aware they would care, like the government doesn't. The, the government is behind this, and they know that this exists. I mean, not just the government, you know, corporations and other folks who are involved, they know that this stuff exists. So we, we have to try and bring awareness to everyone because this is a threat to everyone. And so I, when I said that I'm willing to die for what I believe, like I absolutely mean that. I, I mean, I, I, the, the day... I left the SEC. I told them that. I told them that you you will have to kill me to shut me up. I, I meant that for one that like nobody gets to destroy my entire life. You left. Like you, you left think you're going to destroy my entire life and the Securities and Exchange Commission? You don't get to so you destroy for my the government. Fifteen years. Um, you don't wow, get to so destroy my entire life and. I'm going to be quiet about it. Like, I'm not going to be quiet about it. I'm not going to sit back, shut up, hide in the corner, or do any of that. Like, I'm going to let everyone I can know exactly what has happened to me and what is happening to people all over the world. So the targeting was going on. It's not just about me. The targeting was going on at work? Absolutely, in that building. Absolutely, in that building. Can you explain? Can you explain that a little bit? Um, like okay, so I didn't. I didn't always realize it from the beginning. Again, like I, I didn't know I had been targeted lifelong. So, even though I discovered, I discovered I was targeted at forty, around forty, and you, um, what, I didn't realize it was lifelong until like a couple years later. What, what, what date? Yeah, what was the date? So I started. What years? I started recognizing something was wrong in 2014, and okay. you're still early new. 2015. Early 2015, I filed a complaint against my supervisor and others in my office or whatever. I filed a complaint with the Office of Special Counsel for retaliation. What was the complaint about retaliation in the workplace? What was the complaint yeah. about? What'd you say? What'd you say? What were you complaining <laughs> I, I about? That, I said that I was being harassed and retaliated against in the workplace, basically for having spoken with a whistleblower. So there was a, I mean, my story is all over line. My, my Twitter handle is MSRLW. So I'm MSRLW on Twitter. And, and for real, I mean, in all honesty, like the majority of my story is right there. 
But at any rate, um, there had back in, let me see, I joined, there was a group that I joined. I was in the Division of Enforcement for the SEC. I've worked in different capacities. Um, so I've held different positions. I've worked in different offices or whatever. Like I know a lot of the ins and outs, you know, of what's going on in it, how the pieces of the puzzle, you know, fit together and everything, you know, how one office helps the other office, et cetera. <laughs> By the time I get to this position in in enforcement in 2011, um, I mean, I just I have a lot under my belt at this point. I've, I've worked for, you know, the agency a long time, worked in various groups, worked at one of the regions, um, at any rate. Um, so I take on this position as a case management specialist uh, from, the, from the very beginning, like that position there. Um, it, it was already like chaos in that group or whatever before I even joined. Um, like how, like, when it, like chaos, like what do you mean? Because, I mean, it, it was it was more to it than this, but the big thing was that there was this whistleblower, Darcy Flynn. Darcy Flynn had blown the whistle about um, records management. You know, he had blown the whistle about the way that muleys were being handled. Now, mind you, this is post-Madoff. So the SEC had been in big trouble about Madoff and how it was handled and, like, how did they drop the ball on that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, you know, they had to go before Congress and all this kind of stuff. Well, anyway, um, Darcy had blown the whistle about how um, UE records were being destroyed. Hold on one second. What's a UE record? Um, a MUI is a matter under inquiry. Um, and so if we receive a a complaint, a referral, or something along that nature, and we open up like a preliminary, it's not an actual investigation at that point. It's just a matter that we're looking at, and so that's considered a matter under inquiry. Um, so, the, so the record of the matter was destroyed, so basically the matter was was well, it could be no, or it could be, you know, it could be whatever. It was just any records that were relating to a particular matter that they were looking at, and technically the matter wasn't a... Uh, um, no, the matter wasn't uh, an investigation yet. You know, they hadn't officially opened an investigation. So, that's so they, were taking, they were taking these records and destroying them before they were investigated? Well, this is what Darcy was blowing the whistle about, the fact that, yes, sometimes that was happening. Okay. Yeah, so that's you... what Darcy had blown the whistle about. So anyway, that that was um somehow related, you know, to this group that was prior to me joining the group, et cetera. And anyway, they, he was experiencing harassment and retaliation and everything, you know, on the job as a result. But, um, Could yeah, I they were highly at can I ask you to clarify something and then you go right back? Because it's a very interesting story. Did I understand you to say that your complaint was about exposure to radiation in the workplace? No. I do believe they were using devices in the building now. <laughs> but, no, the, the, my complaint was specific to me, the, the fact that I was being harassed and retaliated against in the office for having had this conversation with Darcy Flynn, this whistleblower. So, um, so that was, that was so, one of the reasons. 
writing writing the complaint, did you have to explain in detail what the harassment was? Um, I think I did give specific examples. I did because I even gave, you know, I didn't know at that point that I guess I probably shouldn't have, but I had even given a couple of examples of the gaslighting because I was experiencing gaslighting in the office too. So I Can was you explain coming, that? I mean, Can you explain this? Oh, my gosh, it was all kinds of nonsense. It was all like, kinds of nonsense. I was coming and they had adjusted my office chair. So, you know, they, they, they kept making adjustments to my office chair. Um, I would come in and so even, like, I'm sure biological things were being used in the office as well because um, I would go to use my phone or my keyboard or, you know, the mouse, different things like that, and I would, like, break out itching and stuff. So then I started, you know, we, we had a, um, like our, at one point we just had like the regular supply room. You know, we would go down, get a requisition or whatever, go down, get whatever supplies you need with it. At some point they opened a little store and we each had like a little key fob we would use and you would go down and get supplies with that. So I went down and got like Lysol and Lysol wipes and stuff like that. And I had to, I had to start religiously wiping my stuff down every day. So I would, like, wipe down my desk and my phone and my keyboard and everything else. And what made you What made you come to the conclusion that they were poisoning your, your work office equipment? Like, what made you think All that? I knew was I was itching. That, so, so that's my thing. I, I, uh, this, is pre, this is prior to any knowledge of any targeting. Like, right, I didn't know right, what right. it was. It was right. just that I don't know what's going on. And 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 now that strange things have not happened, you know, have not previously happened within that building. So I had a reason to, you know what, let me go down and get, you know, some Lysol and some Lysol wipes, and I'll just wipe my stuff down every morning before I get started, you know, for the day. And that's what I started doing. So that, that gave me reason to believe that someone was in my space, of course, while I wasn't there. So I also started taking other measures, like I would make sure that I – um forwarded all my calls to voicemail, you know, that, that my calls, you know, I did the call forwarding every day before I left. So I'm like, I would clear the call log every day before I left because I'm like, I don't know what you're in my space for, you know, what you're looking for, what you're doing or whatever, but I cleared my call log each day. I, you know, forwarded the calls to voicemail. What else did I do? Um, Whatever was in my shredding, you know, thing concerning. No, what was, ha- what was happening? What were the specific like, what made you think that human beings were involved in, in harassing you? What were they doing? Okay, so I had pencils I used to use for different um, projects I would do. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I have to lower my voice a little bit. But I had um, I had pencils I would use for different, you know, projects I used to do over at work. And so someone had actually taken the liberty, like, this is just so foolish. But, but it's funny because this is the type of stuff that Dr. Horton was saying to absolutely include in your affidavits. She was saying, no, no matter how ridiculous it seems or may sound, make sure you include it to, to show just exactly what we've been subjected to. Well, anyway, someone took the liberty of breaking off all the erasers from the okay. pencil. Just, just oh, dumb stuff. I mean, for. it was it was dumb stuff. It, I mean, I, I have gone through so much. It's ridiculous. Um, they had bothered the. I had a little ledge in my cubicle, 
where, you know, I had a couple picture frames up there, and then it was like cards, you know, that folks had given me in the office or whatever. And um, I come in one day, and someone had literally moved everything directly to the front of the ledge. I mean, just things like that. Like, what what business do you have in my cubicle? Why are you bothering anything? Why are you touching anything? (laughs) You know, Um, I was sometimes coming in. It's to let you know that your personal space is being infringed. I started upon. leaving right, and I started leaving little notes from them. You know, God is watching, and it's just different things like that. But right. anyway, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Do you have any more Stuff specific examples? I do. I have bought a, a diffuser set. Yeah, I have bought a diffuser set where it looked like a vase you know, with um, a couple of little roses in it. And it was just, you know, to keep it fragrant. You know, it gave off a, a good smell. And um, I came in one day, someone had, like, broken off petals from the flowers and, you know, threw them in the trash. And so at that point, I was able to determine that. I said, okay, this is either someone coming, you know, coming into my space late after me once I leave um, or very early in the morning once I arrived because my my tra- it, it had to be in the morning actually because the trash had been dumped. No, it could have been the evening if they were leaving late enough because after we would leave, then the cleaning crew would come through. But basically, the trash had been empty, so there was nothing else in my trash can at all but just these flower paddles. And um, and I reported. You know, I have a couple of reports. I have copies of that also on social media. But um, I had done incident reports because I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Nobody should be, you know, back and forth in my space. One time my gym bag, just the entire gym bag was gone. Now I had one place, you know, where I would keep my gym bag every day. <laughs> and um, I come in, the, the entire the, the gym bag is just gone. And I'm like, seriously? And so the, the gym so bag. So one? It was gone. It was not under my desk anymore, so it was taken. But um, and you it, never it showed that, up that again. Oh, it showed up again in the ladies' room. Yeah, it showed up again in the ladies' room. That's very normal, <laughs> by the way. That they do that a lot. They'll take something oh, okay. and and then they'll 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 <laughs> replace. They'll give it back somewhere else. For instance, yeah, they'll take it out of your house. Room, and I'm just like I'm like I see nothing. I'll put it in your car. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Okay. Go ahead. But yeah, I was definitely experiencing. I was experiencing the what do they call it? The work mobbing at work. I was experiencing the. Can you explain um, that? The, the gaslighting. Can, Can you explain the work mobbing, please? They um they were specific specific people in my past. So they were placing specific people in my past, and these are people that I in no way, I in no way um pursued a relationship with them, you know. So they more or less sort me out and pursue me. And so um, this What do you mean pursuing not, you? What does that mean? Trying to develop a relationship, trying to develop oh. a friendship or whatever. And yeah. so this How is, is that not, not romantic. Okay. How is that work? Because um, that's not the only, yeah, that's not the only situation. There has been <laughs> numerous situations. There's been a lot to take place. I like know I there's said, millions. Right within the building. There's millions of events. So what I've learned, I've done a lot of these calls, but what I've learned is that people are so overwhelmed with their story because they have so much information to get out 
that it just comes out in like a babble. And so when these things are recorded, it's good to get specific details recorded because it's, I, I actually think that um, help is on the way. So they're listening well, to all amen. these calls. They're, list, they're listening to all these calls, especially they're, some are doing it live and, and some are listening to the recording. So if they can listen to, you know, how these tactics are maybe being misused or, mm-hmm. you know, so forth that, you know, help might be on the way. Yeah, I had a supervisor in the Atlanta Regional Office, and he was fairly new to the commission. That was another thing that like, really bothered me was that he was treating me so poorly, and he hadn't even been there long. You know, he hadn't even been there a year. And I think when I joined that group, <clears throat> let me say I joined that group in 2008, and so I had already been at the commission seven years. And here he comes from nowhere. <laughs> he was ex-military. And, um, oh, my gosh, he, he, he just treated me horribly. Um, And I have never, like, to this day, I've never been treated so bad in any position. Like, I've worked in retail and everything, and I've I've never even been treated so badly in retail. Well, anyway, he, he was denying all sorts of stuff that it was just, like, unnecessary. Um. He he had a couple contractors there that I mean clearly and which I respect anybody you know what I'm saying I do and as long as they deserve respect but um he he treated them much better than me he my schedule had to work around their schedule you know et cetera et cetera I remember <sighs> I'm a I'm gonna stop because. Oh, That's fine. I'm getting emotional. That's understandable. Um, hello. Yeah, yes. go ahead. Uh, I I'd like to um the lady who's talking. I would like to give you my phone number. I worked for the FDA. I submitted whistleblower complaints. I dealt with the Office of Special Counsel. I was and in the Office of Special Counsel. Uh, he told Wittig. He told me. He goes. Connie, do you know who ultimately decides whether we go forward with your complaint? I said, who? He says, the commander-in-chief. That was Obama. Um, I I reached out to um, the Whistleblower Protection Agency. They wouldn't help me. I would reach out to um, so many agencies. My IG's office was in on the targeting, too. They they had actually uh like recruited them in and brought them in on it and everything and it's funny because do you have numbers when, do you when have I, numbers to the office what is there a number to the office what's the office called what can you can you label this this group the anyway on general, the recording the office of the inspector general was in the SEC I'm saying that they were in on my targeting. And so when I went in and I made certain comments and I posed certain questions to them they got nervous as hell. Um, I went above them. I, I find I try to find out okay, when when you all are not, <laughs> you know, dealing with integrity, you know, who who do I reach out to or whatever? And so the next step was Siggy, um, C I G I E. I also, you know, submitted 
something to them. They did nothing. They they just do not, they don't address this stuff. And they, and they try to find any way out of it. You know, they flat out lie. I mean, I've actually been so, <clears throat> my, I, had, I, had, um, I had nurses forge my signature onto two authorizations for the release of health records. And so, and it's very obvious that they did it. So even looking at the documents, you know, you can feel that my signature was cut and pasted there. Um, and the both these forms are filled out entirely by the nurse. So everything on the form is filled out in their handwriting, and then they witnessed the form, and then they copied my signature from some other document and pasted it there. And, and it's obvious this is not. But it makes no sense. The requests themselves don't even make any sense. So one request is at, is saying that they want to have, they took the time to check every single box and say that they wanted my entire medical record sent to a nearby Walgreens. Okay, why would my entire medical record be going to a Walgreens, period? <laughs> like flat out, why would that be? Um, it didn't have any contact name or anything like that. Like, you, you, there's no indication here who at Walgreens would even be receiving my records. But, again, Walgreens does not receive medical records. Walgreens receives prescriptions. So there's that. The other <laughs> authorization was requesting that my medical records go to a family friend. So this was a former friend of mine, also like a member of that same church I mentioned earlier. So they What's her name? Kimberly Little. So they were requesting um, that I I'm going to just excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I can help you to calm down, and it might help you a little bit dealing with all of this. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. It's out of due respect, okay, because I'm a target as well. Um, but um, don't you find it odd that everywhere you turn, everybody from every walk of life is doing this to you? I mean, do you honestly think they're all involved? And, and why I'm asking you, I'm asking I want you to think about that because they're all being controlled. Yeah, the thing to do is that, that to you. So I know, it's called I know light it, targeting. I know, yeah. Excuse me, I know you like to talk a lot, but it's called light targeting to target you. It's target many, target one, or target one to target many. And when everybody in here realizes that we are in a matrix, you'll understand how it's being done to us. Yeah, I mean that definitely makes more sense to me, and, and I mean, it w- it would have been really hard for me to believe that at one time, but now, yeah, I, I absolutely believe that. Well, we we the elite have let's just say they have the you know the keys to the, they have the codes, you know, right. and they the cheat sheets, and they kept yeah. them from us. They certainly weren't right. sharing with the slaves, you know. It's not funny, but. Uh, that's well, how they look at us. And uh, excuse me. There's just to interject real quick. They're starting. What's your name? What is your uh, name? Just call me Phoenix. Phoenix? Are you a target? Yeah. Are you targeted? I am. I oh, how am. long have you been targeted? Uh, about eight years. Oh, that's okay. That's the first time I ever heard you on the cause. I I haven't called in like five years. Oh, wow. You've been dealing with this by yourself for five years? <laughs> yeah, in all different capacities. Mm-hmm. So I've, oh, tried, I've, I've tried to uh, 
ignore it. Mm-hmm. And it actually did get, it got better for a while, but uh, it, it it started to hit me again. And recently it hit me pretty hardcore with the, uh, the directed energy weapons. So I was like, you know, maybe it's time to get, get involved again. Yeah, you can't go through this alone. In 2012, they released over 30,000 more drones over our skies. So we're getting drones, and uh, also they have uh, our our air is so ionized now that uh, they have actual artificial intelligence in the air targeting us with energies. It's like energy. Uh, when you say when we say energy weapons now. It's not necessarily coming from a UAV over top of us. I mean, literal energy. Yeah, I think it comes from several different uh, places. Being 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 satellite, satellite, cell phone towers, individual pocket-held devices, devices in cars, devices in... Uh, and, and some of it, and if not all of it, is falling under cybernetics. You can read that on, in Dr. Robert Duncan's writings, but um, it's cyber. He's in on it, by the way. No, he's, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. I've heard, I've heard him. I've well, you know, you heard. That, that's a, no, I've seen. Now, I'm not going to allow every... that kind of rumors. That's not. He's okay, targeted. I'll just not. But no, I'm not interested in hearing that. Now, you'll have to say that when you're talking with someone else, not me. Okay. I would defend any GI. I'm not going to allow that. that, That's fine. I'll just say that I believe. No, I'm not interested in hearing it. Okay, there's a reason I say the reason I say. I don't even want to hear the reason. Excuse me. Can I say, can I talk? No, you cannot. No, no. You can't shut me down like that. Okay, let's just go on with the story and not not argue, okay? You've had the the floor for hours now. Can you put the... the We were having a conversation. The lady from D.C., I want to give you my number because I think some of us who worked for the federal government should write letters to Trump. I am going to write his affidavit, and I am going to disclose more than I told Obama. Really bad stuff that went down at the FDA. Records where thousands of people had the opportunity to change, modify, and delete safety and efficacy data. Records being destroyed. I, I have so much information. Anyways, I think for those of us who are abused and lab rats in the federal government should get together. I, I did reach out. Um, a TI gave Karen Stewart my number, and I plan to connect with her, but I want to connect to as many ex-federal uh, government employees because I think we have... Sure, I'm ready. I'm ready to take it. We can show a pattern because I listen to you, and yeah. and I, I I can draw similarities to what you were saying. I was in Silver Spring, Maryland. I worked okay. for the FBI. I worked there I'm, eight years. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready to take your. I'm ready to take your name and number. Okay, my name is Connie, and if you want to Google me, my name is Constance Robinson. I go by Connie Robinson. I did many presentations for the FDA throughout the country. Um, my number is eight six zero. Three zero three 
1854. I'm currently in Connecticut on the East Coast. This is my home state. The biggest Okay, what was the first what was the um what was the area code? 8860. The biggest mistake of my life was quitting Pfizer and going to work for the FDA. I will tell everybody and anybody that. That was the biggest mistake. I think I became a random lab rat going to the FDA. They radiated me. They lasered me. They zapped me in the temple. They injected nano. I've been microchipped from head to toe. These people are evil, evil, evil. They're not all evil in all the agencies, but they hold the highest positions, and they manage other people. Therefore, it's not the covert rogue government. It is the government. I can name names, and Obama's corrupt. Gosh, when I contacted him 30 times, then I really got targeted. But anyways. Right, that whole whole brain initiative. Yeah. Yeah. So so what was your area code again? 886. Amen. The area code. You gave me. 860. Okay, 860. Okay. I was saying 288. Okay, thank you. Uh, Okay, I hope you can't. What's your name? Ronita. Uh, okay, I hope you contact me because I think uh, there's a uh, power in numbers, and mm-hmm. we all tend to be women, and so there's the Office of Violent Acts Against Women, and we're all, you know, a bunch of us are fe- ex-federal employees, and we can show a pattern. And, and I have a question. Did you did you see them, uh, like, putting up uh, any type of new technology in your building? Yes. Okay, yeah, me too. So I, I definitely feel that um, that has relevance. And then the other question I wanted to ask is if, um, if you all had a major turnover um, in staff as far as, so, so a couple different things happened. They did several different waves of early outs. In my office, which is the Office of Informatics and Cedar at the FDA Center of Drugs Evaluation and Research, we had 70, over 70% turnover in a two-year period. And okay, so let me ask you this. You, you all had um, a lot of people come in. You now, this is um, managerial people, so people in those sorts of um, positions come in from the private sector. Well, yes, yeah, well, okay, this is how it went down. Obama appointed Hilmar Haman, who's not even a U.S. citizen. Then he brought his um, people in from outside the country who were not U.S. citizens, and they brought their sisters. And that's how it went down. Those were like the managers, okay? Not all the managers. And then what about, what about contractors? Did, did the number, I mean, did you all have like a drastic increase in contracts day? Yeah. Yeah, we did too. Because for me, I've been wondering for a long time if that has been, like, government-wide. Yeah, and and two doors away, there was, like, a double office or triple office. It was the size of three offices, and it had a bunch of agents in there. I don't know from where they came from. They were very secretive. They used to sit there with a mm-hmm. light bulb. But anyways... Um, I'd love to speak with you one-on-one, and again, I think some of us federal employees should get together. We should resign notarized affidavits. We should send them to Trump. There's going to be a pattern, and when we show that there's a pattern of um, abuse, you know, of authority 
and a pattern of abuse period and reaching out to the Office of Special Counsel or Internal Affairs all panned out. I, I think it's going to be very, I think it's going to be powerful. Either Trump is on the good side or the bad side. Um, and, and time will tell, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, just look how, look, how, look how they're targeting Trump. That should tell you something. Well, yeah, but I also heard he's a 33rd degree Mason. I don't know if that's true. When the Freemasons are involved. So. Masons fight, fight amongst each other. They're not all, and you know. Well, one Freemason told a, a friend of mine stuff, and two weeks later they were dead. Wow. They're all about secrecy and stuff. The other side is all about secrecy. They monitor and surveil each other, and are you know they the perps are surveilled and watched. So we're get we're all getting radiated, cooked, and surveilled. But you know they watch each other, and obviously they know. <laughs> This Freemason was disclosing information that he shouldn't have to a friend, and he died two weeks later. Hmm. Anyways, I would love to speak with you, Renita, and um, I, I'm waiting for Karen uh, to contact me because um, another TI friend told her that I wanted to talk with her one-on-one, but I think if some of us who work for the federal government get together and um, we, you know, there's power in numbers. And um, just to let you know, the general public is waking up. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I met two people in stores in the past few days, and um, they're showing evidence of like Morgellons, which they call, the doctors call cellulitis. I'm like, okay, that's not cellulitis, that's Morgellons, and you need to get calamine lotion. And, and um, anyways, um, so I, I'd love to talk to you, and I'm in sure. hope we, we can get the word out also, you can do it alone, but we can also do it together. Oh, yeah, I definitely. I'll definitely give you a call. I mean, because I, I feel I feel the same way. Even even within the agency, because it's not like, that. that's another thing, too. You know, I've talked about how whistleblowers are created. You know, there there, there really is no need for whistleblowers. Like, if people bring things to your attention, that that need to be addressed, you know, you just address them and we move on, you know. So <laughs> it's just ridiculous well, to me that we even have to have whistleblowers in the first place. But the well, fact that they, they don't want to hurt you, you see something, say something, and then when you do, they they come at you with a fury of backlash. Yeah, right. What I was disclosing had to do with the safety and efficacy of prescription drugs. You know, I mean, come on. But but I'm saying it never has to get to the point where you are, quote, unquote, a whistleblower. I mean, if you are just bringing something to their attention, it, it's just that. And it's it's not a big deal. My thing has always been this. I feel like, you know, there's no perfect person and there's no perfect organization, period. And so wherever we are falling short, if someone brings, you know, to your attention that, okay, we're falling short in this area or this is something we need to look at or address or here is a potential problem, there's no reason that, like, that should become some big, huge issue and someone should be harassed or retaliated against because of it. You know, the problem should just be addressed and that should be that. And so they're not doing that. And so unless there is corruption, you know, unless you have something to hide, 
and there's some deliberate reason this is happening, like that, like that's where people are harassed and retaliated against. And, and that's the thing is that there is massive corruption, and he needs to know that. I want you know he needs to know about the massive. Oh, it's so funny that uh, uh, there's a phone ringing in the background. <laughs> they don't mind to connect. They don't like it when I talk. They always make noise. It's funny. They can they confirm that you know. Anyways, I'm watched and surveilled. I have seven satellite frequencies directed at me. I'm like from head to toe, and I have two foreign objects in my right eye. So you know. And, and there's a good doctor in Maryland um, about EMF sensitivity in case you ever, you know, I can give you that information too. He's been treating people since 1997. Mhm. Anyways, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Have you guys been to that website, surveillanceissues.com? What's on it? Uh, there's a, They talk about direct energy weapons and, and Big Brother uh, spying and targeting citizens. Yeah, there's like a million of those websites. This one was quite good, though. It's in my top 20 of uh, out of about 200 TI websites. What's it called? Surveillanceissues.com. Is, in, is anybody from uh, Missouri? Yeah, they won't let me into the chat. I can't get into it. Really? Yep. Not getting a guest option. I signed up in the whole nine. They're just not letting. They're not letting me into the into the chat. They keep diverting the pages. Is the gentleman speaking? You started off your story saying that um, there were different groups and. The um, conversation has been a good one amongst everyone regarding um, Christian group. But can you get back to what you were trying to say earlier about there's different groups? Right. So that that kind of that kind of goes into my my symbolic representation of there's a village. So the village is the New World Order, and everybody who's like been accepted into it and they're all hive minded. So they all work off nanotech and, and, and microwaves or whatever they got going on. I don't know exactly, but for whatever reason, it, it may be your disposition, your attitude or bloodline. I, I don't know exactly. Maybe they just don't like you. Um, you're kicked out. You're kicked out of the village and, uh, you're in the forest and then the forest is all of the animals and they just allow them. These are all the criminals. They're monitored, but they, some are used to do devious acts and then some are just allowed to basically rape and pillage. And, and they're, they're 
they're out there sniffing for the ostracized targets. So that that's the that's the other group. So so there's a bad there's there's a bad group, and then there's a good group, and and these groups can all be. Oh, can they be dis- a good group when they're all doing doing this spying and targeting people? Because they think that the new world order is good. They think that because they think it's going to end all poverty, it's going to end all. Um, eventually, it's going to end all disease. It's going to end all. Um, yeah, but they're deceived. Uh, crime. They're deceived by the bad ones most of the time. Well, yeah, they're all deceived. Wait, it's, excuse it's, it's, me. It's, Do you mean the? You mean the good, Go you mean they've turned us into mm-hmm. the bad guys and the New World Order is the good guys? Or do you mean they've painted Correct. the New World Order as good and the criminals are bad? No, we're the bad guys to them. Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, you're... Get rid of you're, a billion people. Right? Yeah, I'm sorry, what did you say, Neil? Uh, I, I said the, their agenda is that it's healthy to get rid of six and a half billion people. A lot of people, yeah. Who was the other person that was talking that was saying that there's a good and a bad? I was just trying to figure out. Phoenix. Huh? So, yeah. So you can just call me Phoenix. So yeah, there's. So oh, within yeah. within within the good guy and bad guy paradigm, that's a, that's basically how the system works. Okay, you got the village and you got the forest and you got the animals and the villagers and that whole scenario. Now, that is encapsulated amongst different groups. So there's different villages, let's say. There's different villages that operate slightly differently, and it seems that there's uh, a quasi-war going on within within the New World Order, let's say. They're, they're all vying for uh, different... For, for which ideology? Go ahead. Which ideology? I didn't, I didn't understand fault. what you meant by good and bad people. The bad group and the good group. What he's saying is that they sincerely believe that what they're doing is right and in the highest right. good. Exactly. Exactly. And then there's now weird. There's, and that the target. But who's the bad? The targets are bad. The bad ones in their eyes. No, there's like literally rapists and murderers and, and the whole evil spectrum of, of people that are literally evil. That they're they're bad people. They know that they're bad people. They know that they do bad things, and they're used. And not only they're used, but they're let loose on the targets. And you don't want to be picked up by the scent of those animals. You're in the forest. You need to protect yourself is what I'm saying. Well, You're the outside. good ones should be shielding the, the targets when they're aware that it's going on. Sometimes they do, but it's difficult for them to do that because they get reprimanded. They get, they get, they're targeted too. Wait, they don't want to, they nobody know. quite answered the they question. Wait, so you were saying... Bad people are the criminals. Who and who's from whose perspective are you speaking? 
And then which exact group is the bad and which is the good, according to whoever this perspective is, person? There's many many different groups. So there's there's individuals who who are in the village, okay? The village is full of people who believe that the new world order is is, is going to be good. And in the end of all this, it's going to bring about a utopia-like scenario. And they they all know about the targets. They know who the targets are. They know all that stuff. Now, there's individuals who are outside of the village who are, like, legitimate criminals who are legitimately bad people who do legitimate bad things. And everybody knows that these people exist. But you can't separate that it's organized crime, whether you have some that behave themselves good and those that behave themselves bad. They're still a part of a, of a conspiring organized criminal system. It's not, it's not criminal if the rules are rewritten within, with, What's happening is this new this new society is is being secretly developed. So you have people throughout time being in, in, indoctrinated. So your neighbor might be, but you're not. See what I'm saying? So eventually, the whole world will be uh, a part of the new world order. Um, well, you asked. I'm the exception. I've been targeted extremely heavily for six years. They've right. done uh, a thousand different types of crimes on me, and I've seen the, the supposed good guys doing street theater in front of me every day in two different states. So I'm, I'm right. pretty skeptical. I think they're brainwashed. If you want to call them good guys, they're brainwashed. I'm not saying that they're good good. I'm saying that it, it's almost relative, Just Okay. For instance, if I think that I'm doing some a good thing, are you going to call me bad? You, you see what I'm saying? Are you going to call well, me evil? Told that. They're told that, so they're naive. Uh, they're puppets. They're told they're doing something good when it's really right. cruel. And yes. and uh, also, um, uh, um, what's that word? Uh, uh, Inhumane. The word. Uh, <sighs> frick. It's in, it's in it's it's inhumane. I mean, that's a good word. A good word to use. It's, and then I think that a lot of a lot of them do come to the realization after being in it for a while and seeing, you know, certain things. But even come to the re, coming to the realization, it's it's not going to do anything because they they don't want to be targeted. But. It, to expand well, I think the potential for them to be good, but when they're taking all these lies in and targeting people that the lying uh, monsters have been targeting and sabotaged, and then the, the good guys are uh, buying their lie, then they're not doing good. They're just burning gas. That's all they're doing. Uh, I heard that a group of good people were covertly work alongside the bad people and they have been since the Korean War and I heard this from 
many sources who don't know each other. So because JFK tried to warn us, I tend to think that it's true, that there are good people who infiltrated the bad people and they're trying to um, spoil their plan. And I know it's mm-hmm. false, but they're referred to as. I, I would agree. You know what? You know what? They're you know referred, what they're referred to? They're referred to as white knights. Oh. Yeah. And I've heard this okay. for three or four years now, and I've heard it from, again, sources from different parts of the country, not all TIs, and they don't know each other. And this okay. is the war. This is the war that I'm that I'm trying to explain that that's going on underneath. The yes, please explain. Person. Your story is so great. Thank you. Please continue. Let him speak. I'm sorry for interrupting. Okay, so so there's there's a there's a war going on underneath the underneath the scene, and it all has to do with the new world order and how it's going to pan out. Right. So there, there. You have a whole gambit of people, and I guess where they're at in in the uh, in the program, or or in the New World Order, I guess. And you have that many people. They're they're all human beings. Okay. So they all hold different positions, roughly. Like they, they all, they're still able to think um, relatively for themselves, and they're able to come to their own conclusions and so forth. And a lot of them have come to the conclusion that certain aspects of what's going on is inherently evil. And so I believe that a lot of these individuals have, or people, have splintered off and that are, are uh, they're in groups that are actively trying to thwart the more evil or satanic um, aspects of the New World Order. And then there's just individuals who are individually helping. Like, for instance, in the uh, uh, World War II within Hitler's Germany, you had all those different uh, factors going on, right? You had groups who were, uh, you know, bombing the the trains, and, you know, there was all kinds of different groups that that kind of got together and were doing different things. But they all had different plans and so forth, but they were trying to thwart the Nazis within their country. And then you had individuals who were protecting Jews, you know, by creating either underground networks, railroads, or, man, I'm shaking, sorry. Um, and... Uh, individuals who just took it upon themselves probably because they have a Christian slant or Christians themselves or just, you know, good people. But they, they took it upon themselves to hide um, the Jews, you know, in their walls or in their basement or whatever. 
like a family or, or an individual or whatever from the Nazis. So if, if you look directly at World War II and, and specifically the Nazi regime and how that all went down, I think that's a, that's a good analogy for what's uh, going on now within the world order. And what a lot of it, is that? Excuse me? What technology is that? If if you did a lot of research on uh, the Nazi involvement of the war, is what I'm saying. My analogy is that the U.S. brought 1,600 Nazis into the United States for 15 years for, uh, right after clip. World War II, and I think they're the perps. I think they're the... Project the, Paperclip. Yeah, they're the main uh, head of the perps. Could be. That's definitely a good good guess, for sure. And it's called Operation Paperclip on Wikipedia. Right. And, How yeah, do you I mean, stay that... away from the criminals? You were starting to say earlier, you don't want to be seen, you want to hide from the true criminals in the forest. How do you how do you stay away from those people? I don't know if you um, can. I, I don't even know yeah. if you if you lived in a submarine, uh if you would still be uh not tracked by GPS. Just, Marcus, just be very... I'm not asking you. I'm asking the gentleman who's speaking. I apologize, Marcus, with all due respect. Oh, you're great. Okay, thanks, Hans. Yeah, I appreciate it. I I what I do personally is just be very, very, I mean, we all are, but obviously be very, very aware of your surroundings. The bad, the bad wolves out there, you can tell by their demeanor. I'll just say that. And for me, they, they give off a real bad vibe. Like, they do you ill will. Now, you, so those are the people that will hurt you. Like, like literally hurt you. The, those are the people that you really want to stay away from. And you don't want to be on their radar. And I think oh, they I generally, they generally come out at night. So if she asks a question and someone answers, she's not t- to be rude and put that other person down. That's immature. Marcus, you're not a TI. Let the gentleman continue to speak. That's a fat load of crock. Don't get, don't get into that. I think that lady is really rude to say who can speak and who can't. My name, who my name is Carrie from Cleveland, and Marcus the other night sang Row, Row, Row Your Boat, and it's a, an occult song. As I was discussing a serious... Uh, not to me. I learned the song Row, Row, Row I Your Boat when I was seven years old, old, and I wasn't... He in has interrupted an elderly hey, lawyer... And also excuse the board of directors me. of Targeted Justice. Excuse me, can I, can I please ask the gentleman who's talking that question? Uh, Phoenix or whatever from Missouri? Yeah. Could, could, I'm in Arkansas. Could you take down my email and then maybe we could... Um, I'll give you my phone number if you'll send me an email. 
And also, uh, I, about I, how the I can't. Dropped. Okay. I. Um. The, go ahead. You go ahead. Um. I'll take it down, but I'm not going to. I'm. I apologize, but I can't promise um, that I'll get a hold That's of okay. you. That's okay. If you don't think you're gonna um, email me, then you don't even worry about taking it down. That's cool. I appreciate you being honest about it. Um, I, I came in and I missed part of this. Are we talking about a vision or a dream that you have, or a um, what? What is? How did this come come to be um, discussed? Like, a, I just I missed part of it. Okay, so I've been going through it for eight years. Um, I'm, I was already extremely perceptive uh, before, you know, I noticed the uh, the targeting or whatever. Um, right, me too. And I was um, really into studying, basically, what I wanted to know is, and this is a long, I guess 2004-ish, um, I started to really inquire about the, excuse me, the world and how it operates and how it came to the point that it came to. Like, why is the world so messed up? I mean, it doesn't make sense. Um, so I, I went down every rabbit hole there, there possibly is to go down. I've done research on on psychology, you know, sociology, science, history, all these uh, different categories in order to get a good hold on why, how the world operates and why it operates the way it does. And um, I started to, to get targeted or at least notice my targeting um, in 2010-ish, I suppose. But so 2010 on, I've been super aware, like turbo, even you know more than my natural inclinations of in, my natural inquisitive inclination. It's been it's been put into hyperdrive because of of this situation. So. Okay. <clears throat> Okay. Go ahead. So, sorry. You go ahead. I'm sorry. So I'll give you I'll give you an analogy on how the process on my how, how my mental process operates on how to condense all of this information. Okay. So you have okay, all you, you have a a huge stove. Okay. And on this stove you have a million burners. You start out in the back the back burners. And you have a million different pots, and on each pot is a different scenario. Okay. And as time progresses, you accumulate more information. And I want to take the information that happens personally more than the information that I'm consuming off the internet, because the internet, I'm telling you right now, is seventy percent BS. It's it's there to muddy the waters. Okay. So if you take it. If you take a drink, you take a glass, and it's pure water. You look at it, and it's like this is pure water, and you drink it, and it refreshes you, and you enjoy the water. The 
what they do is they drop little drops of mud into that glass of water. And what happens is that little bit, those little bitty drops make you want to not even, not to not consume the water. You see what I'm saying? It makes you want to throw the water out. So this, this is, this is the internet. So it takes a really long time and and an astute mind to, and I believe the Holy Spirit personally, to be able to um, get through all of the minutia that is the Internet. So anyways, the Internet is just a small factor of these possibilities that are on these backbars. So as I live through this this freaking matrix, the system being targeted, I've experienced many different things, and through the experience, I've been able to take these pots, the, the the possibilities that are accurate, or more so accurate, and move them up the burners until now. I, I believe that I'm at the front of the stove, and I'm left with, you know, three to four different scenarios that have the most probability because that's all we're dealing with. We're dealing with probability because no one will give us the straight up answer because they can't. Right. So that's, that was me symbolically with the village and the forest is what you're talking about, right? Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. So that was me explaining symbolically how the system oper- how, how how the system's operating okay and if i was doing a um i was planning on trying to organize sometime in the, in the coming year it would be later on um you know a meetup of of, of us arkansas maybe some louisiana missouri um because we're kind of scattered out here would you wouldn't be would you be interested in any of that or um at this point probably no, I don't know. Okay, and you have no, you won't, you won't, you you won't email with me, even if you don't want to talk on the phone. Would you, you wouldn't email me a little bit and let me um, kind of pick your brain just a little, and maybe ask you some more questions, not on the call. Um, not, e- <clears throat> just to be straight up with you, real quick. Email is like the worst possible form of communication okay. you can possibly do. Phone call? What about a phone call? No? Uh, no. Um, That's okay. All right. Well, how, about, how, about, how, about, how about Twitter? Uh, I, I don't have an account, but I can set one up. Okay. Uh, uh, what would I do? What do you, are you going to give me your Twitter name, or how would I, how would I do that? I know nothing about Fuck fuck you, Matt, you son of a bitch. Okay, take a deep breath. Go get some Kratom. If you have a lot of pain, it's K-R-A-T-O-M. If you have kind of a low state of mind, uh, it really helps to change your frequency. I agree with that. Lots of meditation music, calm, calm music. Don't, you know, don't 
don't uh, don't participate in any kind of anything that's going to agitate you. For instance, I used to listen to hardcore metal. That is like the worst thing to possibly listen to. Thank you, Cam. Um, because it'll just put you in a state of doing, you know, possibly doing really stupid stuff, and that's that's what they that's what they want you to do. They want you to act out more than anything, so that they want you to destroy yourself, basically, so that so they can relieve the uh, I don't know guilt, probably. Maybe I'm I'm really isolated here where, where you know where I am and and I have never met another TI yet but I you know of course I hope to but um, I think that some fuck you Kyle excuse me um uh, thank you I um out of the bad guys you know you said there was kind of a group that thought that they were doing good that they were doing. They thought that what they were doing would lead to, you know, no poverty and whatever. And they think that they're doing it for good reasons or whatever. And then there's some bad ones who know that they're bad. Not, and we're not talking about the criminals, but like amongst the group in the people in the village, right? Um, yeah, but but the good people know these know about these. They know about the animals. No, I'm not talking about the animals. I'm talking about amongst the villagers. Aren't there good groups and bad groups of villagers? Some villagers think that they're really doing this for the good and, and right reasons. And some uh, villagers know yeah. that, know that yeah. this is nefarious, right? Yes, 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 definitely. Okay, well, I think that my villagers in my area are the nefarious villagers, and they're aware of the the real deal. And, um, you know, I'm just a little bit... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I would, you know, I feel like I try to speak with as many people who are geographically near me as possible. Right. So that's why. And, I and what, to, um, well, you can give. You can give. Man. You're a fucking asshole. Thank hey, you, folks. It's Carrie from Cleveland. That is not me. <laughs> that is probably. Not. I'm not going to say. <laughs> not me. That wasn't oh, me. Not. not me either. <laughs> I'm is... listening intently to the guy from Missouri. That's common. I mean, when I when I when I yeah. first got on on the calls, I mean, I had that they chime in, they do the chiming in thing where they, and then they would they would get guest accounts, right? And I understand that's why the moderators against guest against accounts, and I know why, is because they'll get on a guest account, and then they'll either they'll run background noise, or they'll divert the conversation, or the, you know they'll uh, they'll just do all kinds of tactics to dis- to disrupt the call. And so what happens is the moderator will find the guest after a certain process because it might take a while but they'll find the guest and they'll they'll block the guest but then they'll create another guest account and they'll start doing the same thing so a lot of times when when the calls are doing really well the the perps really i hate using the word perps but 
the bad guys really start coming in and uh, disrupting things. So yes, I agree. Terry, and I want to, and I want to, I want to say this from the experience with dealing with TIs is that my I took had to take this approach to it that treat everyone as if they're a TI, no matter what they're saying, no matter what they're doing, because the worst the worst thing you want to do is have the TI community eat it eat itself. And so Amen. how it eat, how it eats itself is that everybody's calling everybody else a perp because you know you used my trigger word you know you used you said this when i said this or you said something that i was thinking about or, or whatever we don't know exactly how all that stuff happened i mean is it the technology that's doing this to the individual is it your hyper awareness that's playing games with with your mind is your mind possibly you know connecting things that it shouldn't be connecting there's a there's many factors that go on with TIs, including myself. And the the way to defeat or to stop the TI community from eating itself is to quit with the accusation of people being perps. And I understand that we want to protect each other um, from you know the bad guys, which we we do. But in the end, what happens is everybody becomes hypervigilant. And, you know, like I said, all these little things, these nuance things start going down. And we just start, and then they play, play on our emotions so they can heighten and amplify our emotions. And so with these, you know, how we're all traumatized, we're all shell-shocked, we all got PTSD, and with them using certain microwaves to amp your mo- your mood, you start to become, you think that your mood is very justified, and you think that, you know, all the trash that's going on in your head, because you can't help it, it's implanted there, um, is is justified and Holy error. Go fuck yourself, you stupid people error. Go fuck yourself, you stupid piece of shit. Fuck you. So um yeah. So we start arguing amongst each other. That's yeah. the worst thing that could, that's the worst thing that can happen. Can you tell me how to stay alive in the forest? So email is risky, maybe. Uh, smartphone is risky. Like, specifics. How do you stay alive? How do you function in daily life? I don't mean to change the subject on you, but... No, no, no. I'm you're... worried the phone will get cut off. The, the call... I don't... Okay. I don't... I don't have all the answers. Um, all I can say is that what got me through all this was Christ, was... was believing in God and I know that that might sound like a cookie cutter answer you know Um, oh just go to God you know uh, what people say but I I sincerely and genuinely mean that like literally putting my whole life 
Like, God, if you want to take my life today, it's okay. It's all right. And I had to I had to come to the point of death being okay. And why is it okay? It's because I believe in God. It's because I accepted Christ into my life. It's because I you know, I read the word every night and I believe that I have a, a legitimate conversation, a legitimate relationship with God. That that is your 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 biggest it's it's everything it's everything to me so whether it come becomes everything for you or not is 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 totally your prerogative um, may i ask if you've had attempts on your life i didn't mean to cut you off there that was rude but delay time delay they they've made it seem like there's there's been many attempts on my life whether or not that was true or not, I can't, I can't say. But I do know that I'm being hit dramatically with with the directed energy weapons as of late. So, like for instance, my right thigh has been like totally, like almost obliterated. Like I can't feel the, my right thigh anymore. They hit it. Like they killed the the nerves on my right thigh, and I can I'm feel them. Sorry hit. to hear can, that. That's fine. At this point, I mean, I'm at this point, I'm probably so irradiated that you know, I, there's not going to be too many years left. So I don't. I'm just really trying to seek God and what God really wants me to do. And and I've had, besides this program and besides what they're technologically able to do, in, in my experience, there's 100% God exists, period. Not because I read the Bible, not because a pastor told me so. It's because I've witnessed literal miracles. Like I, I witness miracles that are not technologically able to be to happen happen in, in my life. So I think that this you hear of God weapons and so forth. Like they do have these weapons, okay, but God is able to get through all that. And to let you know, that. and so he has to do it in dramatic ways because you're being affected in, in, in dramatic ways by the technology. So he has to get through that to show you that you know, yes, he's there, but it also takes your it also takes your faith in believing that it is God and that it, you know. Christ is indeed knocking on your on your door, and that He wants to help. He wants to help you not only save your soul, obviously, but to help you in the, in the uh, inherently evil situation in which you're in. With with that said, um, I think that the animals come out at night. Um, if anybody is covering their face around you. 
I would I would get away from them immediately. Is that not what like again? I excuse me. So Can you repeat what you just said about stay away? I missed it after you said the animals come out at night. What did you say after that? I said if people are covering their face around you, don't be around them. And don't like, you know, run around like a run, run away like a scared animal or anything. I'm saying just try to try to avoid people who are riding their, who, you know, have hoodies up and, you know, hats down, you know, over their eyes and stuff. You, you go around those people. Don't, don't get, don't allow those people to be around you. And most of the time I get a real bad vibe. And I, I've had a lot of them, like, look at me and smile in the most malicious, like, satanic grin you, you can imagine. Like, they wanted to, like, eat me alive. What did you mean earlier when you said, I try to stay off? You either said, I, you said something about stay off radar, stay off someone's radar. Who else are you trying to... You're obviously avoiding people with hoodies and who don't show their face and um, who, who at night are, you know, aren't apparent. And you're trying to avoid criminals, obviously, or people that you get a bit bad Those, vibe of. Who else do you want to stay off their radar? Well, there's criminals that are in... in uh, well, there's e- there's people who are legitimately evil, who are in positions of great power. Um, I, I can't, I'm worried about being on their radar. If, and I, I can't give you an exact, um, you know, booklet or rule, or you know, rule manual on how to do that. I just don't know. I mean, I'm going through this. Fuck you, Neil. I'm going. I'm going through this second by second, minute by minute, by the grace of God. Every day I wake up, like literally, it's like wow. I'm I'm awake again. That's another day, and. I take every like I don't I don't plan hardly anything uh, because I'm now this may be this may not be the right way to think about things I don't I don't know I don't have all the answers but I know that they can think they can read your mind they can they can read your mind okay so uh, Neil yeah Neil excuse me I I don't want to interrupt um this is no, Linda. Um, okay, uh, I start hyperbaric therapy tomorrow, probably 90 minutes a day for 40 sessions. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, do you know anything about it? Does anybody know anything about it? Some people with Lyme disease were getting some temporary relief from it. What, what are you after? Well, increased circulation, because I've got those leg sores, leg wounds that are not healing. Do they itch? They sting like hell. Very, 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 very painful. You 
don't happen to have a little $30 handheld microscope, do you? No, darling, I don't. Oh. I just... I mean, I can um, I can get a slide or something when I go to one of my three doctors, and, and but um, you mean for a culture? No, the the handhelds are uh, showing fibers under the skin, and some mm-hmm. of these carbon nanotubes are carrying pathogens. And let's just say that dealing with a Morgellons patient with sores that didn't heal. Um, the doctors said they found nothing, so we took it upon ourselves to take a sample, and we grew a culture, and worms that turned into flies grew out of it, and the flies got okay. up and flew well, away. Well, this is, you know, from diabetes, mainly, uh, diabetic leg sores, so, you know, uh, I don't know. All I know is, you know, I scream when I lie down. When I try to bring my leg up or elevate it, it just hurts like hell because there's no venous flow and I scream I mean it's going on for months and months but you know about 15 minutes in the night and my next door neighbor who I think is a perp is moving out today moved out today and I'm thinking this is a strange date to move out seventh you know mid-month or something and I'm thinking if he was one of the ones who was listening to me or in the bedroom or spying probably scared him to death (laughs) you know or they felt guilty, or they just couldn't take it anymore. You know, we build our stories around our perps. But anyway, um, a couple other quick things. Uh, uh, um, Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman put on a show on HBO called Big Little Lies. I have not seen it. I don't have HBO, but I guess it's about sexual harassment and deception and hiding and the whole thing. And she said, we want to make more of these things, and she's going to dedicate her career as a producer. Now, she's also a producer to uh, exposing these things, and I thought that would be really good for us, get something to their production company and just mention the TI thing if they want an exposure series. Huh, endless stories or scripts or episodes, whatever. But I, uh, she has she, the 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 uh, Golden Globes. Are, they're running it twice, so it's on now again for the second time. And she has not made her speech. So if anybody has a TV and wants to catch it, I think it'd be worthwhile, or you know, uh, to hear what, exactly what she said. It was very, um, you know, uh, sparking for me. Uh, one other thing I wanted to say. Um, I don't know, but I'll give you I'll give you some feedback on this. I don't know if I can lie down for 90 minutes without, you know. I mean, they have TV there and stuff, but it just sounds just like everything that's not me. I have to quit smoking. I mean, the whole thing is really, really not the time of my life to have to make major changes. But, you know, what are you going to do? Dude, you're not drinking anything with high fructose corn syrup, are you? No. Do you eat a lot of canned foods? No. No, I I do organic. Uh, uh, chop a lot of vegetables. Yeah. Uh, I've.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.